0: what's up pretty thinkers It's Yasmin and welcome back to pretty thoughts uh today we're doing something a little different we have a very special guest my second oldest sister Monica
1: Sorry. oh honey, I better be special honey. <laughs> yes hello pretty thinkers
0: how <laughs> are you uh well to oh goodness 2020 is fast approaching And A whole decade down Right, I can't believe it Just a whole decade It's crazy So we're just gonna, you know, with that in mind We're gonna talk about what we hope to bring into 2020 And You know, what our plans are Maybe some goals, aspirations You know, any... uh, New New Year's resolutions, anything like
1: that. <laughs> so, I guess I'll start with you, Monica. Oh, I'm bringing a lot <laughs> in 2020. Okay, your girl has been busy. Okay, mm. for this last decade of my life, I've been through a lot of stuff right. emotionally, physically, spiritually. It's been a lot, but. Right. I feel like I've been completely broken down, because mm. from here on now, I'm just rebuilding myself. Right. I'm just going to rebuild it, literally, <laughs> brick by brick, because, like, right. whew, Lord, you done took me through a lot. <laughs> but I can't appreciate, it, though, because like I said, i really seen the growth in myself. Mm. Like, Before, I was always maybe like afraid to do certain things or felt like I mm. wasn't going to be able to accomplish things. Mm. And now the life that I live, it's not perfect, but if somebody told me this was going to be my life, right? I literally would have been like, get your ass out of my face because right. <laughs> what you're saying is not going to happen. Who do I even know to even get into that? Like, right. that's dream world. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like I lived in reality. Like, I was just brought up to you go to school, you get education, mm-hmm. you meet the love of your life, you have kids, you work until you retire and then mm-hmm. you die. Right. That's pretty much what life was about. Mm-hmm. And then I had to realize, like, That's not the life that I want. Like, yes, I want a family and build all Mm -hmm. that, but I don't want to just work at some job. Like, I want to be happy every day I wake up. I don't want to feel like I'm at work. I feel that. And now my dream world is literally my reality. I am actress, singer, writer, soon-to-be-published author, entrepreneur, just launched my own company. Like, I have done a lot. And most of that was happening towards the end of the year, but... It happened. So that's why I'm saying 2020 I'm bringing in. Oh, yeah. A lot. But you guys can follow me at Pretty Girl Collections by Monica Monet. Yes. Yes, I have my own press-on nail line. I do hand paint and design them myself.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I'm really excited about my brand. I'm hoping to bring, well, not hoping, I am. I'm going to bring more <laughs> right. to the table than just press-ons. Eventually it will be, you know, nail polish and lip kits and yeah. eye makeup and a unisex fragrance and... Some wine, because I'm a wine girl, (laughs) so I'm going to have pretty girl wine. Right. So I look at my business as an empire. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I'm not limiting myself to one thing. Like, I've honestly learned that if I want to do something, Mm. I'm just going to do it. Like, nothing literally is off limits for me anymore. Like, anything I want to accomplish, I'm just going to put the work in and just ask God to guide me through it. because. When I did this business, I had no idea what I was doing. All I knew was, for years, it's been on my heart and my mind to have my own press on nail line. Yeah. Talking about it for, actually been talking about it for the last 10 years, honestly. That's crazy. Been wanted it that bad. Wow. But I never, like, went forward with it because I felt mm-hmm. like, one, I ain't got no money for that. Mm. Two, who gonna make them? Right. Three, I, am I really gonna do this? Like, can I really be <laughs> successful at right. doing that? And I think just going throughout my life, like, working at different jobs and, and really working at Dillard's, that mm-hmm. point in my life, I realized, like, beauty is always going to make money. Yeah. Like, even when the economy is bad, like, women are always going to find a way to make themselves feel good. Yep. They're going to find a way to get their nails done, their mm-hmm. hair done, whatever they do to groom themselves. Mm-hmm. They're going to figure out a way and a shortcut. Yep. And th- <laughs> that's what got me really into my press on because right. it was times where I couldn't afford to go sit in somebody's seat. Yep. And pay them. So I would go get, you know, little cheap, little press-ons. But, you know, your selection wasn't that great mm-hmm. at that time. But I still enjoyed them. Mm-hmm. And I would, like, go home and bling them out myself anyway. Right. I wanted to add a little oomph because I'm like the Cardi right. B. I like my, <laughs> I love detail, I love bling. Right. So as like as now, like, launching it, I just like, okay, I think I'm ready.
2: Mm.
1: And I'll just sit there like, well, how do I do this? Because, again, I never ran my own business. I always worked for somebody. Yeah. I never ran my own company, so mm-hmm. I don't really know how I'm supposed to start. I was like, "Well, let's yeah. start with the name. What I'm gonna what I'm gonna call it?" And Pretty Girl Collections came to mind, and it started off as a joke actually <laughs> three years ago, with our cousin Kasha yeah. at a place getting her oil change, and we sitting there, and she just could tell she had like the worst day ever. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to make her laugh, and we got to the register. She, the guy said the total, and I said, "Ooh." you know pretty girl discount right and so you know we all laughed and he was just like you know what i got y'all oh. he actually gave her a discount her oil change i said oh, wow. that worked in my right. head i'm like that really worked right so then we go get food and we had the register and i said again like oh you know pretty girl discount right. and he's like i got y'all i'm like oh, oh wait a minute hold up Right. (laughs) So at first I'm thinking like, maybe I should come up with like a pretty girl discount card. Mm. You know, like how they have like those little cards with Papa John's and little stuff on it. So I'm like, maybe I can do that. But then again, I kind of let the idea Mm. die. So when I was thinking about this and what name I was going to call it, I was like, that's it. Mm. Pretty girl, like pretty girl collections and still sat there in my bed with my laptop open and I was like, now what do I do next? Right. Like, how do I secure the name? It's like, get a trademark and Mm -hmm. all that. And then I had to get a lawyer. And I was like, that sounds like a lot of coins I don't have (laughs) right now. What else can I do besides that to keep moving forward? Mm -hmm. Because, again, I didn't want the idea to just go to waste again. And I sat in my bed my laptop, and I talked to God, and I said, look, I want to do this. You've been putting this on my mind and my heart for the last 10 years. But I don't know what I'm doing, so help me figure Mm -hmm. this out. I said, I can't do the, the trademark with the lawyer thing right now. is not there to be paying retainer fees and all that. (laughs) So, what else can I do until I get that part done? And I said, and I'm just breathing. And I was like, oh, wait a minute, who gonna make these? Because I'm thinking like, how do I distribution company? Do I like how do I even get this started? And I'm just. Googling stuff, and all of a sudden, Etsy website pops up with this kit about how you can make your own press-on, mm-hmm. and I just literally started laughing. I was like, oh, you want me to do it? Okay, so I have to paint these. I have to create these. I said, well, as long as you give me the designs, I'm going to paint it, mm-hmm. and I ordered the kit, and I have my little supplies, and I'm, I'm doing my thing, like I officially launched, and yep. I'm happy and content with it right now, and I'm just gonna I'm just excited about seeing it literally grow 'Cause I'm trying to honey, I want a multi billion dollar company. Hey. Okay, that is my goal and some people may think it's far fetched mm. because society make you think yep. that you can't achieve certain things or oh, yeah. when you're a certain race or, you know, gender that mm. you can't achieve, you will never go that far. Right. And it's like that's a lie. Mm. It's a lot. Like, you know how many half half of the billionaires and billionaires we have now started something in their kitchen, in their bedroom, in their Mm -hmm. living room. Mm -hmm. And now they're a multi-million dollar company. You know what I mean? So it's like you have to just have that drive and dedication. So 2020, that's all I'm bringing is dedication, drive, mm -hmm. even more hard work. Like, now I know where I'm going. It's going to be a little easier, like trying Mm -hmm. to figure out what you want to do with your life. It can be bumpy because you try yeah. this, you try that. That don't work. This don't work. Mm-hmm. Like, trust me, y'all, I done had my fair share of jobs. <laughs> and, like, after a while, I'm like, yeah, this ain't it for me. Right. I got to go. I need something new. And now that I'm in the film industry and have my own business and having a book that's about to come out soon, it's like I have to step back and almost like I'm stepping outside of my body mm-hmm. and looking at myself like, you really doing this? Yeah. Like, this This is what it takes. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is what you're supposed <laughs> right. to do. Like. It's just that simple. Right. If you want to do something, do it. You just got to figure it out. Yeah. Like, that's all it is. I had to figure it out, and I'm still figuring it out. And I take it literally day by day. So that's what I'm focusing on. 2020, prosperity, mm. wealth, good health. Right. I'm actually welcoming love and companionship yep. now in 2020. I wasn't Lovely really that welcoming when it came to that right. part of my life. I just kind of <laughs> tossed that to the wayside because... I wasn't fully happy with me and what I had going on and being lost and trying to figure it out. So now that I'm figuring it out, Mm -hmm. it's like now I'm actually being open to it. Right. My heart is actually open to it. My mind is open to it. So maybe 2020, I may find my little soulmate. Whatever you might have, so a may a hey, you know, your life literally can change, and just like that, woman, like you be like, child, by my myself, I want not think about nobody. And right. I said, I met him at the gas station, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it really be like that, and in right. three months' time, you'd be like, I'm pregnant. You'd be like, wait, what? 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 Wait, you just <laughs> met him. But it's like, you know, when something okay. meant to be, is just it meant, meant to be. be. Oh, I'm so I'm like, I ain't saying I'm trying to do that, but I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm, I'm actually open to open the, to idea, the idea, idea of saying, like, I am allowing you in my space. Yeah. I'm allowing you. I'm allowing you and your energy mm-hmm. in my space because I've learned to not ignore <laughs> any signs or any ill feelings. Like if you're around Ooh. somebody and you just can't seem to just relax or mm-hmm. be yourself around that person, mm-hmm. it's best you don't be around them because it's some it's something about them and their energy that's just not meshing well with you. So instead of wasting time and still trying to figure out what it is exactly and they turn around and stab you in the back you'd be like see right. this is why i shouldn't have been dealing right. with you in the first place like i knew something about you so right. i'm very big on who i allow in my space now yes. because that's one thing i never i always had control of but never mm. took advantage of the right. control that i had of it i was just so nice that i just felt like well mm. i like everybody so you know right. if you want to be cool let's be cool right but then You were in my space and then you took advantage Mm. and you did things I didn't like. And I still tried to ignore it and still be around you. And I'm like, Mm. okay, no, this is not working for me. And I told you, like, what you're doing is a problem. You ain't even try to fix it. So we no longer need to communicate. Mm -hmm. We no no longer, you don't need to be in my space and my energy. Because what I got going on, I don't want no bad things. (laughs) I don't want no bad energy. Like, I know there are things I can control and things I can't control. But if I can control what you do and how mm-hmm. you treat me, mm-hmm. then I'm going to control that. Oh. So I'm letting people know quick I ain't really looking for no new friends. <laughs> and no All new my friends. slots are filled. <laughs> <laughs> but Ooh. no, I mean no, I'm not I of course I'm not closing myself off to anybody, like, right. you know. You never know who's going to come in your life and why they're supposed to come in your life. So, yeah. And I'm welcoming all my pretty girls yes, out there. So that's going to be a whole nother world. That's how I dress everybody. Like, there's my pretty girls. They rocking their pretty girl collections. I got your pretty girls and I got my pretty thinkers. Yeah, Look, that's, that's, I how I, that's how it <laughs> goes, you know? Like... <laughs> It's just great. So I'm, I'm like, really legit, like, excited about New Year. Like, mm. nobody can tell me 2019 wasn't going to be my year. I was like, 2019 mm, is right. my year. Mm-hmm. And the whole year was like, okay, wait, Whoa. what's going on? Because <laughs> I thought 2019 was going to be my year. Come comeback year. And you know? it was like, no. Mm-hmm. It was like, yes and no. It was like, yeah. bittersweet. Because it was like, mm-hmm. good things did happen. But right. it was yeah. mostly, like, life-changing things oh, that yeah. had to happen. And it just kind of woke up my brain and my mind. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yo, like, the sky literally is the limit. (laughs) So I just put out there, like, what I'm going to do. Like, with my company, it's going to be a multi-billion dollar Mm -hmm. company one day. Even when it comes to my home, like, I'm building my $2 million home. Like, that's all I said. It's a $2 million home, you know? (laughs) Multi-billion dollar company, but I just want a $2 million home. That's all I was going to build. My two-story closet and all that. Like, I foresee a lot of that in my life like I can see so much positive so many positive mm-hmm. things happening even with my career like I'm excited about right. new roles and new opportunities right. and I've been blessed to be able to at least you know I booked one job this past year but mm-hmm. some people ain't booked nothing right? you know what I'm saying so I can appreciate the one job I did book right. you know it'll be probably come out next Christmas but I'm like I'm excited about that because mm-hmm. some people didn't book nothing some people didn't get no auditions this oh, year yeah. And I was granted the opportunity with multiple ones. Amen. So it was like, okay, all right. right. So, you know, and it's it's a numbers game. It's a patience game. Yeah. Like, if you want to act, you have to realize, like, you have to have thick skin and you have to have mm-hmm. a lot of patience. Because yeah. <laughs> some people, yeah, they do blow up overnight. Yep. You know, but some people, it's not like that. Like, we was watching the Michael B. Jordan yep. thing. Even though he has so many iconic roles, look how many years in between, between yep. it took. And when you counted them, it was about seven, oh, yeah. seven to eight really mm-hmm. so it wasn't even like it was a lot right. but in between time it took a minute before mm-hmm. those opportunities even came right. so you could easily get discouraged and you'd mm-hmm. be like maybe there's something I don't want to do and I think because I've added more to my resume, besides just acting, mm-hmm. that's what keeps me going too. Because right. I'm not just sitting there waiting yeah. on the phone to ring mm-hmm. or my agent to say, "Hey, you have an audition." Right. As I'm waiting for my that one that big chance that right. one break, I have my business. I'm running. I'm running. Right. So that kind of takes my mind off of okay. Well, I had audition and then book. Oh well, on to the next. Because mm-hmm. to me, every time I get a no, I just marked that I was closer to my yes. Mm-hmm. That's right. just what it is. Like they say, you got to invest at least ten thousand hours in your craft. Oh yeah. So. I'm investing. So, what I've been in the industry, what, five years now? Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, hey, five years, did, what, two TV, well, actually, three TV shows, mm-hmm. two movies, actually, no, three movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right. you know what I'm saying? So, it's like, okay, you, you've a little oh, bit in them five years that you've been really, right. like, really pushing towards right. it. It's like, and I don't look at no role being too small. Like, right. I was blessed with it. So, you know, cause I've and a lot of people are like, what you been? And I'm like, oh, well, I've, an episode of Star, right. episode of uh, Man and Wife, mm-hmm. and been in Merry Xmas and Christmas I just did, and it's not out yet. I'm thinking, I believe they're saving it for next Christmas. Right. So that was a blessing. And my first movie was Chasing Waterfalls mm-hmm. with uh, Drew Sidora. So it was mm-hmm. like, okay, all right, right, not yeah. not too shabby, you right. know, not too bad. <laughs> you and it's fun when, like, people see me on TV and they send me videos. Is that you? I'm like, yeah, yeah that's me. That's me. <laughs> They're like, why you don't post more? And I'm like, I don't know. I think just I, because I do it and I enjoy the experience of it and then I move on. Right. So, you know, I will post when, you know, it's coming out. And I'm right. like, hey, you know, I want everybody to tune in and, right. and be excited about it. But I don't post a lot of pictures right. with celebrities. I don't post a lot mm-hmm. with producers, directors, because, one, they're human, too. Yeah. So I know they're doing it to be nice to take the picture and be cool. Yeah. But I'm like, I just kind of give them that respect in their space. Right. And I don't like to post a lot either because, not to downplay what I've mm-hmm. done, but sometimes people tend to make it seem more than what it was. Yeah. So they're looking at it like, oh, my God, you're just so making it. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's not true. Like, I'm still no. a struggling actress. Like, right. some people look and just think, oh, you must be making all this money. Mm-hmm. And you in the film industry making this? No, I'm mm-hmm. not no I'm not I'm still at the bottom of the the total pole like I'm still a struggling actress like I work behind the scenes as well doing extras casting but depending on the project the budget's not always great so I've done worked on shows where I only made $300 per episode $400 per episode it don't matter how the episode could be two weeks I'm still only gonna Mm -hmm. make that $400 Mm -hmm. so people don't understand the real struggle of it like when people say oh I've been homeless I've been that yes I have Mm -hmm. You know, I don't struggle with trying to pay bills. Like, mm-hmm. I my car was repossessed. I lost that, like, mm-hmm. because trying to chase a dream, yep. trying to work, trying to keep it all together, trying to chase a dream, and it's hard. Yep. And I, you know, it was depressing a little bit because some of that stuff I had never been through before. Right. I never lost something I, I was paying right. for myself, and I was in positions where I was already re- paying my bills, right. and you know, if I wanted to go somewhere, I'm tagging everybody along. Like, right. yeah, I got it, I covered it, right. and now it was this time. It was like. You can't do none of that. Mm -mm. Like, it ain't no, oh, let's just go to dinner. It's on me. Right. Sometimes people had to pay for me to go places and do things. And I had to get my ego and pride in check, Mm -hmm. too, because I felt like a failure. Like, I'm grown. Like, you shouldn't have to pay for me for something or buy me something. Like, I should be able to provide it for myself. And I was so used to providing it for everybody else and bringing everybody else along. So it was like a reality check. Like, yo, when you want something and you have a passion for it, you gotta have the willpower and the strength to keep going. Mm-hmm. Like, I was blessed to have like family to say, Hey, will you come stay with me right. until you can get on your feet, appreciate it, you know what I'm saying? So I'm always grateful and thankful. And I would never say I did this whole process by myself mm-hmm. ever in life. Can never ever ever mm-hmm. say that nobody helped me in nothing. Right. Can never say that. Because that would be a lie. Right. Because if y'all without y'all help, I probably would have right. been moved back home oh, yeah. and been <laughs> like, yo, I tried it, I couldn't Mm -hmm. I couldn't make it. Like, couldn't pay no bills, couldn't do this, couldn't do that. It was like, no, I'm just going to keep going. If I got the help, I'm going to accept the help, and I'm going to keep going. And eventually, it's going to level out. And it leveled out. I'm still struggling, but (laughs) it leveled out somewhere. I'm like, okay, I can, you know, take care of myself. You know, nobody has to do anything really for me. And whoever is doing something for me, I appreciate it because, it is hard. And I'm like, I must be crazy trying to start a business. It's like, right. girl, you know, not so much money you could have when you came home. Mm-hmm. But I took it and invested it into this business mm-hmm. because it was time. Like, God was like, it's time. Like, right. you keep thinking about it and you put it to the side. Bring it back to the forefront. Right. you throwing it to the side. Right. It's like, this time, it ain't going to the side. Like, right. this is what I want you to do. And this is what you're going to do. Because the process of it, it seems so effortless. Mm. When I was doing, even though I was scared and I was anxious and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, when I was saying I didn't know what I was doing, all these ideas popping in my head. Like, okay, but I don't want nobody to know where I live at, so I don't want to put my address on the packages. Oh, let me get a P.O. box. I'm like, oh, I want to separate the money because I don't want my money mixing in what I'm making from that. Oh, let me open a bank account. Then I'm looking on my app, oh, I can get a business account. You know, I'm like, okay, I can do that. Mm -hmm. Going to the bank, I'm looking at the man. The man's like, oh, we're going to do an LLC account. I said, no, <laughs> right. I don't know what that is. But I'm like, I'm, I I'm was being honest. I said, look, I want to start my own press-on nail line, something I want to do for a long time. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm here to open up an account so I can separate, you know, mm-hmm. the business from my, my actual money I right. make from casting and stuff. And he's like, he's like, well, LLC, did you, you, know, did you register the company? I was like, right. no. No, right. I didn't register nothing. What's, right. no, how do I register? <laughs> right. He was like, well, did you put it in a database and make sure nobody had your name? No, no, right. didn't do where do I go for that? Right. And he's just <laughs> look at me like, chick, you should, sure? you trying to run a business like you <laughs> don't know nothing. I'm like, I'm being so honest with you, sir. Right. I don't know the first thing. All I know is I want to do my own press on the right. line and build a business. That's all I know. Right. And I'm going to be making them. That's yeah. it. He was like, all right, well, let's open up the the account, and then, you know, I'll show you online how to go and register and check and see if it has a name. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, cool. So when he did the account, he went online. I was like, oh, go here. And then he was like, well, I'm already showing you. I would just do it because I'm showing you. I said, okay, that's cool. So he would, like, you know, turn the computer around so I could type in Mm -hmm. the information. And so when we got to the name, he was like, okay, so you got three options. Because just in case, because the first Site we went to, which to see if anybody in Georgia had the name. Right. Nobody in Georgia had it, so this site was to actually register it. And so he was like, "Well, you got two other options." He was like, "What's your other options?" I said, "No, no other options." Right. No. He was like, "You ain't. If you maybe you spell it different." He was like, "Could somebody have it? You can't have the name." I said, "No, mm-hmm. I didn't think about no backups." <laughs> so he was like, "Right." But what if he kept saying, "Well, what else my?" I said, "No, mm-hmm. that's my name." Mm-hmm. He said, you sure? I said, positive. God gave me that name a long time ago. That's <laughs> my name. I positive. Like I'm positive. I guarantee you nobody right. has his name. Because he was thinking about the pretty girl part. Because, yeah. you know, a lot of we got pretty girls. It's right. such a common thing. But, right. you know, because you like to feel pretty. You mm. know what I'm saying? But I just kept telling him. I said, no, my name was given to me a long time ago. Right. I said, so I'm not really worried about no backups or no options. He said, okay, well, we'll go ahead and submit. He said, but, you know, if you get denied, you get, like, 30 days to choose another name. Right. I said, okay. Paid the little fee, sent it off. Two weeks later, I got my email, congratulations, you official corporation, your name has been accepted, da, da, da. I said, because I knew that was my name. Right. I was not really worried." but I brought my email back, I said, okay, sir, now we can turn it back, now we can change the <laughs> bank account to an LLC. He was like, right. well, congratulations, I was like, thank you. Then he was like, did you get your tax number? I said, no, no, no I don't have no tax number yet. <laughs> he was like, all right, we'll go online and apply right. for that. I said, well, thank you. Like, he was a tremendous, help. like, he was really God sent, you know what, right. what I'm saying, like, like I said, I can tell people, like, I had no idea what I was doing, right. you know, and I was completely honest. I'm not going to sit and pretend like I know someone I don't. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you ain't going to get nowhere exactly. by not telling people the truth right. that you don't know something. Because right. if, if you tell them you do, then they can't, they're not going to advise you on right. anything because they said, well, you said you, you knew what know. you was right. doing. And he told me too, he was like, now that you're a corporation, he was like, you're going to get a lot of mail, like junk mail. People going to be saying this, this, and that third. Every time I got a new piece of mail about some money, I went to him. I was like, hey, I got this, this uh, letter in the mail from OSHA. They wanted 275 He was like, right. you ain't got no employees. You ain't got no, no building yet. You right. don't need to do this right now. I was like, oh, okay, that's 275 in my pocket. Then I got another letter. Oh, you want a certificate, $75. I was like, do I need this? Before right. I go up and ask for a cashier check, do I need this?
2: Right. <laughs> he was like,
1: no, this ain't even real. Look at this. Look at the seal. I was right. like, see. This is why I come to you first. <laughs> I was like any right. any piece of mail I'm talking about they wanted money, the third, because again with opening up a new business, it's so much I, I didn't know about mm. the business world. Like mm. I always work for somebody. Right. And I see why I needed to work for somebody because I needed to learn certain things and learn certain organizational skills yeah. to apply them to my business. So I literally apply everything I've learned from other people, right. even being me being an extras casting assistant. I take what she taught me about like just send a simple email mm. or you know, make sure I'm checking my emails regularly right. and staying on top of things and staying in communications with people. It's like I learned that from her, mm-hmm. and I apply all of that to right. my own business. Right. So it's like when I do get to a point where I have to walk away from being her assistant, it's like I got everything I needed from you. Like my yeah. season and my time with you was was well worth it. Oh yeah, and I appreciate and I right. thank you for it. It wasn't always it's not always great, but because right. the job is the job. Like People that think it could be so easy, but I'm like, honey, you know how many sleep is nights nice I got? Oh, yeah. Like I had to take a nap and wake up in the middle of the night <laughs> to finish working. You know mm. what I mean? Cause things change in production. They're like, oh, we only want thirty people. And at two o'clock in the morning, they could be like, "Oh, yeah, we looked at the space and we think we should probably add twenty more people." Call right. time at eight in the morning, telling me at two in the morning. Right. You know what I'm saying? So we up trying to see, and surprisingly, actors be up because I just knew I was gonna get cussed right. out calling and texting people phone, but some people reply, "Yeah, I'm available." Right. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Oh, okay, well, let me see you the info. You right. know, call time eight in the morning. Thank you, I'll be there. Right, and four hours later, I'm there. You there? Right, you know what I'm saying? So it's like it's a grind and a hustle. and you gotta have that mentality. Mm-hmm. Like nothing is going to stop me. On literally, on a person that can stop you from doing anything, literally, is yourself. Yeah, you can talk yourself out a lot of things, oh, and yeah. you can miss your calling and blessings in oh, yeah. a lot of things. That's why I know I, have, I suffer from really bad anxiety mm-hmm. and fear because even when I think about my business and I think about the possibility, how big mm-hmm. it's going to grow, sometimes my heart will start racing mm-hmm. because I'm thinking, like, who am I going to be able to contain all this, right. do all this? And it's like, Monica, if he gave it to you and he's going to take you to different levels, you don't think he's going to bring people in your life to help you? Right. Like, he's not going to take all of it and throw it on your shoulders and be like, now figure it out. Exactly. No, as you grow, there's going to be people in your life that's going to say, like, you know, I can, you know, I can pay, you know, can exactly. I apply, can I help you, and, you know, then I'm going to eventually have employees, and I know how I was treated at jobs, mm-hmm. and I know how to treat people and not how, you know, how to treat people, because right. some jobs, they just take advantage, and if they feel like you need them, oh, yeah. they will do the most, and i never forget, I was working at Pizza Hut in college, and this guy, he was a lawyer, he had just retired, and they kind of forced him to retire in mm-hmm. a way, but he made sure he got a nice severance package, oh, like, yeah. he made sure... <laughs> And I was standing there, and you can kind of see the disgust in my face because I was so overworking at that right. job. And he was like, I'm going to tell you something, and I want you to remember this. And I said, okay. He was like, never let anybody think you need them. Mm. And I said, dang. I was like, you know what? And I'm kind of like, when I was thinking about it, like the words were sinking in. Right. And I was like, you right. here said, because when they feel like, that, like they think you need them, they right. start treating you a certain type of way. Right. And they start thinking, well, she ain't going to go nowhere because she need this job. Right. And it's like when he said that to me and it really sunk in what he was saying to me, that was my mentality the whole time and on any job I'm at. I never feel completely secure when I'm working for somebody else because you can easily say, you know what, thank you for the opportunity, you know, thank you for working for me. But I think I'm, you know, going to go with somebody else. So as long as I am working for other people, I never feel safe. Right. I'll never feel content. I will never feel like. I'm okay no matter what kind of relationship we done oh, yeah. built, because at the end of the day, that's your company. Mm-hmm. So you could fire me tomorrow or tonight, and guess what? Your company mm-hmm. is still gonna yep. run the next day. Yeah. So I tell people quick, I don't never feel safe. Like, oh that's <laughs> yes. your friend, that's my friend, yeah, yeah. But she got a business to run. Right. So if it's something I'm not doing or she wants to bring somebody else on, that's her right. Yep. She has every right to do so. Why? Yep. Cause it's hers. Exactly. It's hers. Like exactly. you can do what you want to do when it's your stuff. Exactly. That's why I'm like, yeah, I need my own stuff. Because mm. that fear of never or never feeling safe, mm. that's a problem for me. Mm. I don't like when I don't feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. I don't like that feeling. So yeah. and even with me running my own businesses, I still ain't gonna never feel comfortable, really <laughs> honestly. Even though it's mine, it's still like anything could happen. Yep. This could all crash and go. What am yep. I gonna do?
2: Right. So I always
1: got to stay on top of And think of What am I going to add next That's why I understand Why these celebrities have So many yeah. endorsements So many stuff they're doing on the side Because at one minute You could be at the peak of your career Where everybody wants to see you mm-hmm. And the next thing you know It's like nobody cares about you Right Nobody. Like they don't want to see you in the movie, television show, mm. commercial. They don't want to see you know what the tell of damn thing. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? Like you could easily right. go from that high to a very low. Oh, yeah. And it's like if you go into a going into a low where now the jobs are not coming as quick or the right. money is not as great as it was before right. you was booking jobs, it's like what you have now. Right. So that's why I'm building this now. Like right. I want my, like I said, what I said the other day, I was like, my the, the star of me right. and the CEO, CEO. of me yep. is starting at the same position, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, so we're starting out right. together and we're moving right. at a pace right. together that I'm okay with, right. so, and it, it may, it, and it's eventually going to be where maybe the star of mm-hmm. me is more mm-hmm. and I'm going to be less of the CEO and or maybe it's right now as the CEO is more mm-hmm. than less of the star, right. but you know, it's going to be times where it's going to be uneven, but right now I think I have a pretty good balance of right. the star of me and the CEO of me. Right. So I know I said a lot, y'all, but that is <laughs> that really is my 2020. Mm-hmm. Like prosperity, wealth, health, love, companionship. Right. Like that's what I speak because I noticed I've never really spoke that in my life no. before, ever. I can't even remember a time I even posted on Facebook what my resolution was, and I know it wasn't nothing about how I feel and what I wanted. Right. Because at those, that, that time, I didn't know really what it was that I wanted yeah. from life, from a partner, from right. anything. So now that I know what I want, I can say it with confidence. Like, right. this is what I want. And it may not even come in 2020. It's just now oh. I'm starting and, and feeling comfortable saying right. it right. and working towards it. Because right. it may not come to 2026, 2030. Right. I don't know. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, from now on, this is what I speak over my life. Yes, this is who I decide to associate myself with. Mm. If you got some stuff going on, honey, I have no problem pushing you to the side, yeah. And you deal with your mess on your own, cause mm. I don't have time for your mess. I don't care who you are, family, <laughs> friend, parent. I, you got stuff you got going on, right. and you trying to bring that negativity over here? No, no. Nope. I don't have time for it. My mood all year is celebration. That's <laughs> all. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm celebrating everything. I be getting excited when I get a design. I be like, oh, this is so pretty. I'm like, oh, I cannot wait to post this. You know, everything I celebrate, everything I say Mm. thank you for. My my time of meditation when I'm outside by myself, I sit out and I talk out loud to God like I'm talking to you. Like, Lord, thank you for that design today. Like, I was struggling a little bit, but you helped me get through it. Like, it was so cute. Like, like today was a good day. Right. Even in some days, or something like this, today wasn't that great. Right. Like I ain't really feeling the best, but I still thank you for it. Mm. You know, thank you for getting me through this and through that. Like it just wasn't the best of days, but
2: right.
1: I'm good. You know, <laughs> right. I, I I still thank you because you know people only want to give God a praise when oh, everything oh, is great. Oh, yeah. But but when, when everything is bad, but when everything is great, they tend to talk less. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm trying to talk more. more. Like. When it's when it's bad, I'm talking. When it's great, I'm talking. And right. when it is great, I am probably talking a little more. Because right. it's like, Lord, thank you right. for the break. Like, ooh, I just <laughs> need it for well, you know, the break for some excitement, <laughs> right. or some positivity. Like, right. And because them storms, ooh. I know it be light at the end of the tunnel, but sometimes that light be so dull. And i just be like, please, just (laughs) give me a little hole or something. Let a little shine come through so I know, like, just keep moving. Just keep moving. Right. Like, trust me, if you keep going, I got so many great things for you. Right. Like, I heard that message loud and clear. Like, I know you get frustrated. I know you get worried and anxious, thinking that I'm not going to give it to you, but you asked me for it. You asked me for it. So I'm taking you through this journey and this path. To get it now. If you stop, that's on you. Right. That's on you. Yeah. But if you keep going, and trust me, all these doors are gonna open for mm-hmm. you. All this stuff is gonna open. And I notice, like, even through my dark times mm-hmm. dealing with depression, I still kept moving. Yeah. I can say that. Like, yeah. I may have had a moment. Where I'm just like, I don't know if I even should be doing this. Right. But then some in me would be like, Well, just keep moving. Mm-hmm. Right. Sometimes I just go through the motions. Right. And I'm just like, But I'm gonna keep moving though. Even when I'm not even feeling the best, it's like somebody, yeah. he'll put somebody in my life mm-hmm. to remind me, like, how great he created me to be. Yeah, And it could be in the most, when I say awkwardest right. times, like, <laughs> the, the last, I think, the time before this spell of depression, mm-hmm. like, I went on vacation with the family and I just wasn't feeling the best. Like, I, at first, I had worked. I had lost weight. And I right. had bought all these clothes. Like, oh, I'm going to be so cute on the boat. Right. And then life started happening again, where I just started slipping back. And I gained the weight back. Right. And I was just like, I'm not really feeling the best. I don't even want to go on this trip. Right. But I'm going to go because I already paid for right. And this young lady, mm-hmm. she was a trans. Mm-hmm. And she, we saw each other in the, in the club one night. And we just kind of locked eyes right. and just laughed and smiled. We just right. kept dancing. We didn't really speak. And so the night before the last night on the boat, Mm -hmm. We were in the club And she had on this red and black plaid dress And I had on black and red But I had like a red and black plaid thing Tied around my waist So when she seen it She was like I just knew we were spirited (laughs) So I'm just laughing with her Because you know I have no judgment Like honey You live your life where you want to live your life And I was like I was like oh yeah You know I'm just trying to You know Be nice and laugh or whatever And she said I just have to tell you Like Your energy is everything Mm -hmm. She was like you don't even understand God got so much in store for you. Mm-hmm. He about to open so many doors for you. Right. Like you don't even, she just kept saying, you don't even get it girl. Right. Like you don't even understand. She said, you got kids. Right. I said, no, not yet. She was like, don't even worry. She was <laughs> like, cause God going to bless you with the right nigga. And he gonna get you, get you right. <laughs> right. And you gonna have kids. And he was like, she just, she just kept saying like, keep going, keep right. going. She was like, because he has so much in store and so much mm-hmm. for you. And you know, the confidence that you have in yourself and what she was saying, like I could have stood in the middle of the floor and cried because mm. what she was saying to me, Right, I didn't feel that way. Mm. I didn't it's like even when I didn't feel that way, I still gave that off yeah. to people. I still gave that energy off mm. to people. And I was just like, dang, like she don't even know how right. bad I feel about <laughs> yeah, myself right, right now. But she's saying when I walk into a room, she's like, girl, the room just lights up when you walk mm. in. She was like, I just kept saying, like, who is this girl? Right. And I was just like thank you you know like <laughs> i appreciate that and she kissed my hand i still got i took a picture of i yeah. still got that picture and i was just like dang and that was kind of like reassurance like mm-hmm. you know you have moments where you're gonna be down right and you have moments where it's gonna be hard and you're gonna struggle right. and it's gonna feel like this ain't it mm-hmm. but in those times that's when he wants you to trust him even more yeah. Because you say you trust me. Right. You say you put everything, you surrender. Like, right. I completely surrendered. Because right. when I completely surrendered, I noticed things started to happen. Things right. started to move. Things became easier with the, with the business. Everything right. became a little easier because I finally said, I give up and I follow you. Because right. when I try to do it on, on my own, I think about my plan, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. It don't work out. Right. But when I say, okay, God, just tell me what, tell me what you want me to do because I'm... Right. And make sure it's clear, because I know sometimes I get a little right. fuzzy, like, <laughs> I mean, are you saying do that? And I'm right. not sure, <laughs> you know, right. like, and you have to figure out how God speaks to you, oh, too. Yeah. Like, for me, he speaks to me through dreams, mm. so, and, you know, mommy called it a discerning spirit, so yeah. that's how he, he communicates with me. Like, if I have a question about something, I'm just, like, talking to him, mm. praying about it, you know, it may not happen right away, but then I'll get a dream. Mm. And I'm like oh okay I get it cause you know we dream every day and have a oh, time yeah. I don't remember it no. but when I can remember yeah. everybody in it what they had on oh, the right. time, it's like okay I gotta pay attention to something like right. something he, he wants me to know and then when it happened the blow isn't that bad right. because like, oh, he warned me about it already yeah. like it, you was already pre-warned yeah that this was going to happen. Yep. So when it happens, it's like the blow is not that hard. And right. sometimes, depending on what it is, it still kind of gets you a little bit when you right. be like, dang. dang. <laughs> that's all. Like, dang. Right. Like, you feel a little sad about it. But imagine being completely caught off guard yep. about it. That's that's the difference. Like, I had to go <laughs> through there recently where it was like, okay, mm. I was warned about this. Right. I had to dream two weeks ago that this was going to happen. Yep. And now I'm standing in front of you and it's happening. And I'm like, Oh, okay but I'm not gonna lie a couple of days later I was feeling it yeah. I was just like hang but I had to realize why it was affecting me right and once I realized why it was affecting me so much even though I knew it was gonna happen I had to accept that. and that and that part of me knew like as I'm moving on it's about really relationships as I'm moving on and being open to having you know a partner in my life that main ingredient, that right. that one thing that got me down, so down about the other situation, I was like, I have to have it. Right. I know I can't live without that. Right. Like, I can't be with somebody and don't spend time. Oh, yeah. Like, you have to make time for me. Yeah. And you, I have to know you got my back. Yeah. Because, honey, just dealing with people, <laughs> say they got you, they're supposed no. to protect you, and they don't. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, that make you grow up not really trusting that uh-huh. somebody going to really have your back and protect mm-hmm. you especially when it's your own family yeah. where you never felt like you was protected by your own family right. so it's like okay that's something I know I can't mm-hmm. live without and right. for me I can't live without you not making time right. because how am I supposed to know I can get to know you and trust you if right. we don't make time for each other right. or you make time for somebody else because right. that I mean, that right. that pisses me off like oh, yeah. well you claim you can't do this <laughs> right. do that with me but then you did all that with somebody uh-huh. else it's like so you did have the time. You just, just chose not to me. spend right. your time with me. Right. And I'm like, you know, it's totally okay because maybe you didn't like me as, as much as you thought you did. Right. Maybe it just was a quick infatuation or it could right. just been lust and, and mm-hmm. that was it. So, you know, I'm not hating on that situation. Right. Like, I wish y'all the very best. Right. But it just showed me, like, how much, like, a man is going to, if he really wants you, He's gonna show you. Oh, yeah. Like you don't have to be the one that's always like, Well let's do this, let's right. you know, initiate things. Right. It's like it's almost to a point you'd be like, Dang bro, like can I breathe for a second? Like right. <laughs> I'm gonna get with you, hold on, hold you know, on, and right. like and that's what I want. Like this go round of really being open, it's like I'm gonna let a man be a man and right. I'm if he wants me, he will pursue me. Oh yeah. And court me. Mm. I'm a little old school, so I'm like, I want to go on multiple dates. And yeah. it don't have to be we always spending money going somewhere. It could just right. be a park or a free museum, a free right. festival. Like, I'm not that really that hard to please, to be <laughs> honest. I, for me, it really is. Yeah, I just want to spend time with you. Right. Like, I want to be, if I really like you, I just want to be in your presence. Right. You know what I'm saying? We could be sitting in the same room, and I could be on this side, you're on that side working. But just to know that you're right there. That I could touch you if I really, if I wanted, I wanted to, to, I can get up out my seat and just give you a hug and then go back to my computer. Right. That gives me peace of mind. Right. Like, that's what I want. Right. Like, now I can, people say, what you want a man? I can take exactly what I want right. a man. Before, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know the normal, trust, love, stability. <laughs> you know, you throw them words out because right. that's what people say or, you know, you feel like that's the, the general thing. Right. But it's so much more to oh, a yeah. relationship than just, yeah, I want somebody could trust and stability and all right. that stuff, too. But it's like, you want, I want somebody I can really build with, mm-hmm. laugh with, cry with, mm-hmm. somebody I can talk to God with out loud. Mm-hmm. Like, we could be having a conversation. We, and I'm like, God, now you hear this? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and it's not weird or awkward. No. He's looking at you like, did you really just say that? Right. You know, I want to be like, yeah, I said to God, because she said it. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, match me. I yes. want to really be equally yoked with somebody. Yes. Like, you have to have that spiritual connection. Like, mm-hmm. you have to have drive. Oh, yeah. Determination. Mm. Be be open minded. Oh, you know what I'm yes. saying. I don't like closed minded people. Don't want to try nothing. Don't want to do nothing. Like Stay that bothers me because yeah. I'm very open minded right. when it comes to a lot of things. I don't judge so quickly because right. I've never been in that position, so I can't say what I would and would not really do exactly. unless I was in it. So exactly. I'm not quick to say, "Try you crazy," because I wanted not You know what I'm saying? Because right. you could say that, but then mm. when you get in and you be okay. like, "Dang." Now I see why yep. she was struggling with it so much, or mm-hmm. he was struggling with it so much. So, if you ask me now, I have I have a clear view right. now of what I want from somebody. And if you, my list ain't really that long. So <laughs> if you ain't got that, it's like, right? Sorry, baby. And it is true. You get your thirties. The after the first conversation, you know if it's gonna work or not. Mm. You know, I done been around plenty of rooms. I done been around plenty of people. Right. And after the conversation, I'm like, yeah, nope. no yeah he was cute mm-hmm. honey cute don't mean nothing to me okay <laughs> right. like yeah i want to be right. attracted to you but honey that attitude he got Mm-mm. that mentality he got from that one conversation i was yeah. like oh, yeah. nope. no. like girl grab him go ahead all <laughs> right if you want to try it out go try it out right but I'm, I'm cool over here right. like it ain't fun being lonely Learn that new emotion because I ain't have no other like chaos and nothing going yeah. on in my life, so I could I seen where I was lonely and, and realized like only right. thing i really lacked was companionship. Yeah. So, but I'm not going to just settle for anything because I am lonely. Oh yeah. Because and I understood now because before I would say like why is she putting up with that? That's mm-hmm. like a lot, Like a why? why is she? You know life is so short. We only get one chance. Mm-hmm. And this and But when I experienced that new emotional loneliness, I understood because mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. "That's why women or mm-hmm. men put or keep stay in certain situations because they yeah. don't want to be lonely." Like mm-hmm. that feeling, it's it's like depression. Oh, yeah. It's like it. I that's the only way I can really describe it. It's like on the same lines of being depressed. And I was like, "Okay, yeah, this yeah, feeling is no. awful." Yeah, yeah. And I was just be like, "Lord, just help me through it." Right. I was like, because I don't want to jump out there and I'm jumping in the arms of the wrong person because I don't want to feel this emotion of being lonely. And now I'm just talking or dating anybody because I'm trying to fill that void. It's like, I don't want to fill a void. Like I'm not looking for somebody to make me happy because my happiness is my responsibility. So if I'm not completely happy with myself, it doesn't matter what he does. Exactly. I'm never going to be happy because my inner happiness is not, it's it's my responsibility. I'm not looking for a man to complete me. Oh, I'm yeah. 100% by myself. myself
2: yeah.
1: Like, I'm not 50 and looking for like you to you be my, my to other 50. 50. Right. No, I'm 100. You 100. We 100 together. Yeah. Okay? 200. Yeah, 200%. Oh. <laughs> and, I, and I'm big personal. I want to know, are you happy as a man? Yeah. Where you are in life, are you happy? Yeah. And men struggle with that. It's like they don't want to admit right. or they just keep trying to be in a relationship with the field boys yep. and then they always don't understand why it don't work out yep. and it's like it ain't really her because no matter what yeah. she she can do everything mm-hmm. right you know what i'm saying she can cook she can clean she can make you laugh she can do what you want to do in the bedroom she can do all that mm-hmm. but it's, you still feel like you missing something yep. that it's nothing on her it's you it's you you missing something because you ain't working yourself out right so if you ain't working yourself out, it does not matter what the next person does for you. Right? She can lay out the whole royal flow, and in your mind, you just like, but she just, and I don't ever feel, right. and she just, what? Right. Like, boy, you know what I do for you? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, what you mean? Like, what <laughs> right. was you missing? Right. What was you lacking? Right. You know. And men, when they when they cheat, it's like, but what was she doing that that right. you know wasn't enough for you? and You thought right. you had to step outside right. your home. You know, so that's, I'm like, honey, I'm working on, like, what I tell? I told my other cousin, I was like, I'm working on falling completely in love with myself. Yes. That's what I'm learning how to do because I'm learning how to love me. If I don't learn how to love me, how am I going to teach somebody else? Exactly. What am I teaching them? Exactly. So until I completely love me and learn how to love me and accept everything about me, I can't teach nobody else. Exactly. Cause I want them to teach me how to love them. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to. Well, I want to be your life happy partner. Like right. it's gonna be things we go through that's gonna be out of our control. Mm-hmm. It's just gonna happen. But the things that we can control, let's control them. Right. That's just how I feel like let's why not let's just control that and exactly. then we ain't got to worry about <laughs> unnecessary. Like we were already promised dark right. days from God. Like it's going. It's not gonna be a picnic every right. day. So if I'm, if I'm already promised. Right some dark times. Why in the hell am I going to add to it? Exactly. Why am I adding on to that? Exactly. Like I don't want to go through the ones I'm, I'm already promised. Right. Like, I can't get around it. No. I can't get no hall pass no, from it. Nothing. I can't give it to somebody else who wants right. for me. Like, <laughs> right. like, let's trade bad right. times, bad times. Like, right. your bad times time look a little lighter than right. mine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can't right. do none of that. So it's like, I'm already promised those days. Right. And I've already experienced some of those days where it was dark and it was out, completely completely out of my control. So why am I going to add on to those? Exactly. That's just just nonsense to me. Like, that makes no sense to me. So for me, I ain't adding no more negative stuff on my plate. Nope. nope, Like, that plate's already been filled. Ain't no room for no extra stuff. (laughs) So, because I'm trying to scrape them all, but it's like, nope, Nope. They are. you're going to have them. So get prepared and get ready for it. Because the higher you climb, the more problems, the more things you're gonna experience, the more things you're gonna see. And that is another one of my anxieties and fear. Like as I climb this ladder to success, it's always gonna be a new problem. It's always gonna be a new issue. So it's like it may not be it may be more controllable Mm -hmm. or or containable, but it's 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 still gonna happen at the end of the day. It's still gonna happen. So you have to figure it out. So if you can't even figure out the first things that's like coming at you. If right. you can't get over those obstacles, how you expect to elevate? Exactly. You're not gonna elevate because nope. you're gonna let this this thing right here already tear you down. Oh, yeah. So if you get to a point in your success where you now you're at one of the top levels and now everybody really trying to bring you oh, down because yeah. they like oh no you're getting too big for your bridges pretty much. It's <laughs> exactly. like now how are you gonna handle that hurdle? Exactly. So that's why I can't say in the past ten years I am definitely a lot stronger right. than what I was. I was like so sensitive and was quiet and never wanted to tell my opinion or tell how, anybody how I felt because right. I didn't want to like make them feel bad and Ooh. this and that. Now mm. it's like no, if I don't like something that you're doing, mm. I'm gonna tell you. Oh yeah. Point blank period. I'm gonna tell you and then you can you can choose to keep talking to me, or you <laughs> don't have to. And it's right. like I completely understand that.
0: Right.
1: It is what it is. Like I'm not gonna come to you upset and mad and, t- and cuss you out. No. Right. I'm gonna sit down with you as my friend or yeah. whoever you are. I just say, hey, like, just some things going on I don't really appreciate. Right. You know, I, I, I can't deal mm. with that. And it's a process, too, because now that I'm finding my voice, sometimes I, I could find myself getting very defensive oh, yeah. because now that I have a voice, now I'm trying to find a balance yes. of right. delivering that voice. Because yeah. sometimes, because for so long, you don't never get to explain nope. yourself. And people just say things. You be, and you're, hey, you your head, you would be like, that's not even how it happened. Exactly. But you don't say nothing. You just be like, okay. Forget it. And you let people think that's what it is. Right. Now that I'm able to say, no, that's not what happened. This right. is what happened. But right. I found myself being very defensive about it. Like, right. loud about it. Like, almost angry. Because right. I'm trying to explain myself. And I'm like, Monica, you ain't got to be so defensive. Just right. tell them what happened. Just explain right. your side. Like, okay, well, I hear you, but this is what happened. Right. You know, this is my side of the story. Mm-hmm. So, I learned to, now that I have my voice, I've been learning the balance of my mm-hmm. voice. Like, you ain't got to be so angry when with about stuff, because I'm just like, and it's like I'm not, I'm not angry. It's like I'm just right. so anxious to tell you, like, no, 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 I'm no. telling, you, like, this right. is not, that's not what happened, that's not what happened. Right. But it's coming off like I have mm. an attitude, like I'm angry with that person, right. and it's like, no, I'm just simply trying to explain to you the situation. Mm. So that decade of my life, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Mm. Like learning self care is key. Mm. Your mental health is key. I'm a big advocate of therapy. I've been in therapy since May of this year, and it's been the best thing of my life because right. I'm literally was like an onion and I was peeling off layers. Right, right. Like I can, I've been talking to the family. A certain family was about the same thing over and over again. I can still never seem to let it go. Right. But when I sat in the room and talked to this stranger, it was like I was able to talk it out. If I had to cry it out, right. I cried it out even when it came to that emotion from a young age, going like, dry up, don't cry, you know, and I would yeah. stop my emotions if yeah. I'm talking about something, I could feel myself about to tear up or something, and yeah. she'd be like, why you do that? Like, why do you yeah. stop yourself? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> but then I got to the root of it, like, I do know, because when you were a child, it was always dried up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you had an emotion, we right. wanted to cry, you was like, you weren't allowed mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. So it was like, now I st- will stop myself, because I, I think about, no, Monica dried up. What's right, the point? Right. But now I'm like, if I wanna cry, I'm going to right, cry. Right. I'm gonna, let <laughs> I'm gonna scream, I'm gonna cry, I'm gonna look at the ugly face. Right, I'm gonna breathe right, hard. Right. Like I'm gonna calm myself down at the right. end. Like if I have a panic attack, I'm gonna calm like right. whatever. Now I get my emotions out. Mm-hmm. And I've learned like I'm a lot happier and a lot of stress has been released and mm-hmm. I noticed that's how I started losing weight too. Oh yeah. Like people start thinking like, Oh, what are you doing? They think it's some big secret. I'm like, Y'all I consider myself somewhat healthy. Right. Okay. Like, because <laughs> yeah. I still like my fried chicken wings Be and like, pasta. <laughs> you know, because I was like, right. I started off the year 2019 at 252. Mm. And now I'm ending it at 229. Mm-hmm. So even if it's only been 23 pounds, but, and it took me a whole year, but that's a lot. For some yeah. people you can't even lose five pounds in two months. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, y'all think it's such a big secret, but literally going to therapy and letting that stress and all that stuff go It made me Mm. make a healthier choice when it came to food. It made me want to get up and go hit the trail that's behind my Mm. house. Like, when I was here, I was like, I'm going to get up and go walk in. The weather ain't been for (laughs) uh, letting us do that. (laughs) We ain't got to to park yet. (laughs) So I'm like, let me put a little waist (laughs) train on for a couple hours. It's like, you know, you're going out. But I'm like, that was part of the process. The part of the process was letting this stuff go. Mm. Because you don't even understand how much pain and hurt and disappointment that you drag behind you oh, yeah. and it's like how do you expect to fly if you got all this baggage exactly on your wings like exactly. you your backpack is full you yeah. got to start throwing some of that stuff out right. so Just i'm one of know. the people i'm a huge advocate <laughs> of therapy go right. and sit down and talk to somebody mm-hmm. and please get no, it's not your head like i don't want anybody to think i'm crazy it ain't about that like god wouldn't gave these people the gift to listen and have right. patience and and help guide they gave them the gift to do that. So exactly. utilize it. Like my first session, I was nervous. Cause I didn't know, you know, I knew the kind of general question. What made you come? I knew right. that question was going to be asked. <laughs> yeah, right. But after that, it's like, I didn't know how it was going to go. My right. first session, within 15 minutes, I boohoo cried. Right, The first 15 minutes I cried and mm-hmm. I was just like, Hey, I didn't realize like Hmm. how much you know what I'm saying to burst like that like not even you know the first session is the general kind of thing like they ask you general questions and you answer them and you know they may ask you about some traumas that you remember and want to work through and it was like after literally the first 15 minutes I just boohooed and she just and she sat there and she listened to me cry Mm. it wasn't no judgment and then when I can calm myself down she was like now tell me what that was about and I was just like it's hard to talk about certain mm-hmm. things like when you ask me about traumas and I'm listing them I'm like my list is so long mm-hmm. it's like that's traumatizing within itself yeah. like dang a human being can go through that right. much right. those that much trauma right. and still be like breathing and right. walking around You're right. you know how strong minded you have to be right. you know what I'm saying cause and I thank God for my family cause they some mm-hmm. real praying warriors cause I've probably been taken out a long time ago Oh yeah. you know what I'm saying and I'm not gonna I done attempted suicide mm-hmm. before. It never worked out, but I have right. attempted it actually twice. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's a reason why I'm still supposed to be here. And yeah. I, I'm grateful that I have the family that I have right. because though, without me knowing it, they were the ones who was getting me through right. and help pushing me through when I couldn't do it on my own. Right. So that's, why I'm like, I am a big advocate of sitting down and talking to somebody, talking somebody and letting that go because that's how you're able to, embrace new things that's how you're able to be blessed with more because now all that stuff ain't blocking you yeah it's like now your doors is completely open so it's right. like all the favor uh, he got yeah. coming mm-hmm. to you coming. all the stuff he got coming right. to you now it's time to do it right as so i'm like all this stuff it may not be coming to me perfectly right. <laughs> right. and as, as fast <laughs> as i right. may want it to but it's coming right it's coming because I'm open to it, yep. I'm ready for it right. I'm, I'm determined right. like it's going to work, like when I speak I speak like I, I already have it yep. you know what I'm saying, like I don't like, oh I can't wait no, when I get this right. or when I do that
2: yep.
1: it's going to be amazing, mm-hmm. like even being in here with the family for Christmas I was like, oh, when I get my two million dollar home I'm going to do this Oh I'm right. god! I'm going to decorate, like, I'm we'll probably have, like, three Christmas trees, or I'm going to get right. us all uh, <laughs> matching uh, onesies, right. we're going to have, like, game night, right. like, I'm have the whole family there. Right. I was like, oh, I'm so ready for that. Me too. You know what i said? Like, I'm oh, I'm so ready too. for that. They're going to be in my house, and they're going to be all in my closet, both stories, because I want a two-story closet. Right. It's like I already can see how we're going to yep. be in my home that I'm going to build for myself. Right. You know, I would love to build it with my partner, but if that is yeah. not in my cards, right. I'm content and I'm okay with that. Right. I'm cool with that. Right. So, yeah, I said I was gonna shut up a long time ago. And I kept talking. <laughs> yeah, no, you're
0: good. That's what but, this for.
1: Yeah. So that is my 2020 own. I mm-hmm. should say that. That's all I speak every year from now on. Mm-hmm. And whatever bad happens, I'm gonna deal with it the mm-hmm. best way I can deal with it. And like I've been doing, keep pushing. Right. So. That's it. <laughs> hey, I feel you. I mean,
0: I don't even know. I, I think everybody really definitely felt 2019 in, in the worst way possible. Like, I thought 2018 was bad, but 2019 really showed out. What? <laughs> and, like, I know for me, it was definitely a year, you know, of bloom. You know, growth definitely. Mm-hmm. You know, my word for 2019 was bloom, and every now and every now and then I would go back to that word, and it was like, how am I even blooming? You know, mm-hmm. I felt like 2018 had just really brought me down, and it was like 2019 really just mm-hmm. hammering it in, and I was like, how am I really blooming as a person? And it really took me being up there in college this semester, this past semester and finally being able to sit down by myself and realizing like you're not happy you're not happy with everything going on you Mm -hmm. still you know regretting your decision to change your major you still having doubts you know you got stuff going home going on at home you got people in your life that's just so negative and just being you know just horrible and it's Mm -hmm. like why do i have to deal with this why am i even allowing myself to deal with this and it was really just sitting there and acknowledging all of this you know you are sitting in a school and a bunch of classes where people don't look nothing like you you got things going on on campus where it seems like nobody care about your experiences mm-hmm. and you're like sitting by yourself and you're just like I really prayed to be here like this is what I prayed for <laughs> <laughs> like this is this is what I asked for like what like I didn't expect any of this but I found that in it, being able to acknowledge how unhappy I was, I was mm-hmm. able to find some kind of happiness. I remember going to one of my old TAs and I was just sitting there like, my life is just horrible right now. And I was like crying. And he was like, you know, go to therapy, literally. And I was like, you know, I've really been trying to go, you know, I've been thinking about it, but I've been making excuses not to go. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to have to do it. So, you know, I'm going to go and do it when I get there and see how that turns out. But- I don't know. Just, for me, I feel like these last 10 years, a lot has happened, of course. I'm mm-hmm. like, I done graduated high school. I done got into college. Then mm-hmm. changed my major. And, you know, I'm happy where I am because doors have opened. Like, really have opened. And I know that I'm supposed to be where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. But it's just hard when you think about those doubts. Or people are like, what's your major? in you're like, English. And the first thing they say, oh, you want to be a teacher? <laughs> yeah. And it's like... Um, no, no I want to write, and mm-hmm. like you know, you have to have that little you just like because mm. you already know what kind of back I won't say backlash, but you know the kind of doubts that people are going to mm-hmm. be like, Oh, you know, that's not guaranteed, and this is that, and the third. And so, for me, 2019, I think I was able to bloom in a way of acknowledging, you know, you're not happy, and it's okay to not be happy. You know, it's mm-hmm. okay to have doubts in yourself. It's okay to not be okay. And I think that's really what even pushed me to start this podcast this year. Like, I wasn't even expecting that. That was such a rash decision. Mm-hmm. And I was on the phone with all of y'all when it all yeah. happened at one time. Like, it literally happened all so fast. Like like you said with your nail Line, it was just something. Like, mm-hmm. how do I do it? Oh, I found this little podcast website it's completely free and it distributes everything for you for free mm-hmm. you know making my own logo for everything creating an account and then seeing so much support from everybody around me just like you know support this you know go mm-hmm. follow her account that really you know was a, made a boost right it made needed. me feel good and I was like wow okay you know this must be something that I'm meant to do you know even though I took a month break from the podcast when i came back it was still receiving open arms or i had mm-hmm. people like where your next episode at right. like why why you haven't posted mm-hmm. and i'm like calm down so <laughs> stressful dog <laughs> like I, ne- I need that break i need the time and so for me like i don't know i've just it was it just felt good to just there's been so many times now that i've just sat in my room and just cried and just prayed and just talked and like it wasn't like I was necessarily crying I, w- I don't know why I was crying I was just listening to gospel music and you know just things take mm-hmm. over like you know <laughs> and I really didn't know why I've been able to get rid of some people in my life and it's like you know I'm happy for you and I want the best for you mm-hmm. but I'm tired of dealing with all of the baggage and the negativity that you bring mm-hmm. with you you're ruining this peaceful aura right. that I'm trying to create for myself. <laughs> and you're, you're ruining not peace to be so long again. Like, yeah, like nice. you're <laughs> not yeah. right. Like you're you're not added to that. So it's you know, with me recognizing that as well. Why am I continuing to deal with people that I don't want to be in my life? So that was another prayer like, Lord, remove all the people that aren't supposed to be here, please. I said that same prayer. Because clearly I'm having a hard time trying to figure it out. And it's like, why was I attracting so many people who are broken and mm-hmm. having all these issues and depression and all this stuff? It's because I had that in so myself. Issue. You were broken too? Right. And even though on the outside, everything looked good, I had people be like, wow, I wish everything was, I wish I was, you know, as good as Jasmine and not having issues. And it was one of those things where I'm like, y'all don't know the crap that I'm dealing with. I go mm-hmm. back to my dorm, had them lights off in my bed. I just be boohoo crying. It's so much on my mind. But again, I guess I just gave off that energy of everything, everything is okay. okay. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I didn't see it or i didn't feel it but other people saw it so you know that kind of made me feel good too knowing that what well, that just means that's just god's way of telling me i got you mm-hmm. and you still gonna be all right and other people see you may not see it but other people see it so i'm gonna use them to let mm-hmm. you know that you you yeah, are you right to
1: let you know like right girl you gonna be all right okay <laughs> right. go through this little moment we know you heal you know we live through the flesh right. so we had those right. moments but right. then like you said and somebody come along mm-hmm. and ask you about something or say something to you right. You like mm-hmm. oh okay right. like i didn't even realize i was right. being yeah. that yeah. for you right. like sometimes you'd be going through the dark so long that you don't realize you're a light for somebody else yeah. like even with y'all when i left going through so much when I left, I almost felt like maybe I didn't make the right decision right. to leave, but then when I would come home and tear them be like, oh, I want to go here and I want to do this. I saw that you did this and Tamir right. like, I want to be an actress and I'm right. like, wow, like, like I want to be like you this. Right. and I'm like, yo, y'all have no idea what I've been going through right. up there. Like, I couldn't even get excited half of the time, right. but to come home and see that y'all based on the outside looking in, mm-hmm. And y'all ain't afraid to, like, go off to school. Mm-hmm. Y'all not afraid to, to, to move across the country and right. do any of that. Like, go to a whole nother freaking, freaking country. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, y'all don't have that fear because, it's like, y'all was watching, mm-hmm. like, us, like, everybody who left and went to school and, mm-hmm. you know, took a chance and was like, well, right. I'm just going to move. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I kind of, for me, I actually looked at everybody that I knew in Florida. Mm-hmm. And there was nobody like. Nope here that if i would have their life i would have been okay right not one person nope. not one second person i said there's nobody life down here that if just so happened i ended up living my life like theirs i could say i lived life and i was okay right i was like it's time to change narrative it's time to change story like oh, yeah. the cycle needs to be broken oh, yeah. because our whole family is here yeah. you know what i'm saying so it's like nobody ever really left besides like uncle kenny right and i admired him a lot because he did leave mm-hmm. and he built you know a name for his own business his own right. company you know what i'm saying the state farm for years so that was like an inspiration mm-hmm. i was like we need more of that yeah like it may be a fear but just go anyway like life is scary within oh, itself yeah. and there is no blueprint on how you're supposed right. to live it like nobody gives you a book at a certain age and yep. said, well, on Tuesday at 9 a.m., you're going <laughs> to go here. And right. then on that same Tuesday at 10, you're going to be here. Like, no, you don't live your life like that. You wake up every day not knowing what's going to happen mm-hmm. to you. That's just life. Like, yeah. nothing is a guarantee. Nothing can last forever. You oh, can be yeah. on the top of the world and live the next day you at the bottom. Right. And it's like, how are you going to function? Right. So I can appreciate the struggles. Right. I can appreciate not having money for food sometimes right. and appreciate, like, be sleeping at somebody's house because right. I can't afford to live right. on my own like I appreciate all that because when I do create generational wealth for me and, and future generations right. it's like I can appreciate it because I know where I came mm-hmm. from I came from the bottom mm-hmm. and now I'm at this level yeah. in my life so you yeah. do have a better appreciation for it when you do okay. gotta work hard. And I don't take nobody's struggle from just because you may I went through, I went through. Right. I don't knock your struggle because right. even people who have money or born into money, they yeah. have their own problems, yeah. their own struggles. And yeah. I don't yeah. knock them and be like, well, what problems you got? Because right. you, honey, was born into a million-dollar right. company or, or a family. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. what problems could you possibly hey, went to the best schools? Right. You know? But it's like, no, you can't judge nobody for that. Yep. You You just simply can't because their struggle is something. It may be different from yours, mm-hmm. but it's, it's still, still their struggle. struggle. Yep. They still had times where it was dark for them, and right. they couldn't. Figure it out, and yeah, they had money, but honey, money don't always make you happy. No, because people think can look at my store and be like, Why did you just get a damn job? Like, why did you just leave this casting and leave this whole acting thing and just gonna get you a nine to five so you can afford to take care of yourself? And it's like, I get that, but if I had a regular nine to five, I couldn't leave Mm -hmm. and go to audition if I got Mm -hmm. booked. I can't tell my job. I got booked for this movie. I need to be gone for a week or two weeks. Right. They're going to be looking at me like, oh, so you're quitting? Right. That's what you're doing? Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the industry that I'm in and job that I chose to do while I'm building myself in the mm-hmm. industry, it has, it. it's more benefits to it. Right. So it may not be money wise all the time, but it's a benefit because I'm making relationships with these right. people in the industry. So it's pros to cons to everything, oh, yeah. but I'm better off being in the position I am now Versus me sitting in somebody's office selling something that don't got nothing to do with my career, what I want to do. Right. Like, it has nothing to do. But I get why I was in that position because now what? I'm pretty much in sales with my own job. That's why I said every job I've had is leading me and led Mm -hmm. me to this moment. So I appreciate and I take everything I've learned from every single company a person I haven't worked for, mm-hmm. I take mm-hmm. all of that and I apply it to here. Like it got right. on my nerves when I was in it. <laughs> yeah, <yeah, they're> it right. really <laughs> oh, yeah. got on my nerves when I was in it. But now I've taken all of that and applied it to my businesses now. Right. So it's like, it's you just, and you never know who, like you said, you never know who watching you. You no. never know who you're touching at the time. You never know who actually needed that word or mm-hmm. need those words that you spit out. Like, Sometimes you think, like, is anybody really listening to me? Like, I don't think nobody really cares. Because even when I do, like, my designs and I'm posting and I don't see, like, a lot of views on it, I automatically think, like, people don't really care. Like, is it really going to buy these nails? Like, oh my God. You know what I'm saying? But then I get somebody I get a message They be like Girl I screenshot it My friend She bought bought some nails from you That my cousin Alicia She was like My friend um, Bought some nails from you And she screenshot They conversation And she was like I just ordered some nails from From your cousin Oh my gosh, her emails are so cute, right. and you know she really stay on top of. It. I can't wait right. to get my nails. Then when she got nails, she's like, "Oh my god, your packaging was so cute! Thank right. you so much!" Like I'm in the band, I can't wait really to get my nails done all the time. Right. So this is perfect. And I let all my friends come ask me where I got my nails done at, right. and I was like, "Oh, they, you know they press ons." Like right. me info, so I'm like the buzz was getting out there. Even with people in Georgia, like they was like them press ons. I'm like, yeah, you know, but I hand do everything. Right. And they're like, no, so it's like, oh, I got to order something, but the orders aren't coming in right. yet. That was the thing, like, okay, I got all this good buzz, because they want to order, but, right. like, nobody's ordering, like, right. that's the problem. So right. that's when you be like, is this worth it? Like, right. am I supposed to be doing this? But when i asked God about that. I was like, I don't want this to be another thing where I had a great idea and threw it to the side. Mm-hmm. And He assured me, like, this is not one of those things because right. I have started a lot of things and kind of oh, pushed yeah. it to the side. I you know, that's what you do. Like, yeah. you get so excited about it and you kind of put it on the back burner because mm-hmm. you gotta do something yeah. else. And He assured me, like, this is not one of those times. This is not one of those times where you have a great idea mm-hmm. and then you're pushing it to the back burner. No, right. that's not this. So, right. get that out your head, get <laughs> out your brain. Like, this is what you're going to be doing. Right. So. It's like I appreciate those little moments where somebody may send me a text, oh, yeah. or they are inquiring about like, well, how much is, well, how does this right. or what you use for this, and it's like, oh, okay, yeah, like I've got my cousin Teresa uh, tagged me to this group called I Love Nails, and you post it, but it's not a site where you can sell. Because I did right. my first post, I was like, oh, my name is Monica Monet, I do press-ons, but it because it was more like a sales kind of post they denied it and right. so when i went back and looked i was like oh okay it's just strictly just showing what you've done right so everybody's be like and get critiques like oh i decide i want to start doing nails what y'all think right so when i changed the post up like you know my for like when i did kayla nails i was right. like oh my, my cousin's birthday didn't you know had to slay her on some press on right. nails real quick and it got approved and i looked the next day i had 105 views right and I was like, oh, snap. And people right. was actually comment like, oh, those are so cute. Those right. are press-ons. Well, what right. kind of glue you use? And you hand-painted right. that. And I'm like, right. you know, and I'm trying to make sure I'm answering all the questions right. because that's potential clients. Right. So I was like, oh, okay, got you. So right. this is how you know this works. Because sometimes I can post on my business page, but I don't have that many friends on there. So, you know, maybe it'd be like four five likes right. on there. I make it, one comment, or like uh, some of the members are going to share it, which mm-hmm. I appreciate that. And it's like, I can see it. Slowly but right. surely, like it's gonna happen. So, right. I'm I should be enjoying why I kind of got it where right. it's a little time in between because right. I know basically one of them have to be like, oh, due man. to so many orders, yeah. I'm gonna, <laughs> you know, delivery may be backed up a week or two, you know what I'm saying? Because I am the only person at this time right. doing it. Right. But I have a friend who is an actual painter that she right. paints and stuff, and she was like, Well, if you have to get like a lot of orders and need help, I can come over and help you fill some orders. I was yeah. like, Thank you, because I will come and pay you for the day to help right. me get these orders out. Right. Like, I appreciate that. You know, <laughs> right. I don't even think about it. I'm like, you paint, so painting something else is nothing for you. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? And my designs are, it's not like they're so difficult that, you right. know, somebody can't imitate it. Right. So, honey, it's a lot. I'm joining this a little, I ain't gonna say this all the time because I still design if I got an right. order or not. Right. But it's like, I'm just trying to learn how to, when I have a peaceful moment mm. where it's not so much chaos. Mm learn how to just enjoy the moment oh, yeah. where you ain't got to answer 45 50 mm-hmm. emails or taking all these phone calls right. like you can actually breathe right and enjoy and embrace right. what's going on because it is gonna be times where it's like oh my god i got like 10 orders i gotta fill. you know what i'm saying these people want their stuff like they don't order it they don't pay for it right. like they expecting their product so they don't really give damn that you got no. other stuff going on all they know is Hey, I bought these nails for you, <laughs> yeah, right. and I won't buy nails. Right. Like, I'm trying to be walking around pretty girl, too. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, John, I get it, honey. You know, I know. And
0: I think, like, I was, you know, it's really just something that I've had to learn to do, too. Just take time for myself and just be by myself. Even if that meant, you know, taking trips to the museum and going to the butterfly garden and mm-hmm. just walking around and just being there, you know, alone to meditate and just have my peace listening to my music with nobody bothering me not answering text messages or anything no social media Mm -hmm. none of that and i found that within my meditation that you know you find some peace and you just think to yourself like wow this is what it feels like for the world to just be calm and for everything to just stop Mm And you're not in your head thinking about anything. You're not worried about anything. You right. just you just there in that moment. And I've really appreciated those times because that's coming from somebody who's always in their head and just like everything's going, 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 going. He's like, too. gotta worry about this thing, gotta worry about that, and
1: it, it gets. Did it work out? You you like, like, oh, like, about you're right. But then it's like, think it. about something else. Something right. Else come up just like that,
0: You would be like, damn. Right worried about this right <laughs> and I know we get that from nobody but mommy Cause
1: Mom worried. just
0: stay worried about everything and even going back to the point you made about fear you know I've been you know I'm trying to uh, study abroad over the summer and going to London and I already know that she probably worried and scared but I'm trying to teach myself to not be fearful and even if I am fearful of something, to continue to move through that fear yeah. because I'm never going to get any new experiences or learn You're new things if I'm scared. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, it's being able to look at her and see how she's just kind of held back and how she could have done so many things but haven't because of her fear. That's me saying, you know, now nah, I'm about to, again, break that cycle and move and do things. And if it wasn't for people like you and Kasha to go off and do, you know, it would just make Mm -hmm. it seem impossible. If everybody was still here, you know, minus Uncle Kenny, you know, will any of us really be like, right, you know? And it's crazy to me because I'm like, you know, in two years after I graduate, I plan on getting my MFA and I won't be in Florida for about two, three years, depending on the program. And it's not like I'm going to be a state or two away. It might be all the way across the country, you know? And I might not be able to come home until Christmas or something like that. You know, you got to, right? Like once
1: a year, pretty much. Pretty much. And
0: it's like, to me, that's crazy. I'm like, wow, I'm really about to experience what that feels like to completely just be on your own and not have, I would say not have anybody around, but not like the core people in your family, you know? So... Thinking about that, that's a little scary because I'm like, I don't want to. But you know, Mm -hmm. when it happens, it happens. Where I'm meant to be, I'm, I'm -hmm. gonna be put there. You know, I'm trying not to worry about that too much. But you know, at the end of the day, I just continue to pray and just ask God, you know, lead me and guide me on the path that You want me to be on. And it seems the more that I pray that, the more He continues to take things from my life and direct me in paths that I never thought that I was going to be on and put me in front of people that I never thought that you know right and even just walking around campus and seeing people and talking to people that I've never seen a day in my life be like wow I see you on campus all the time and is your name Yasmin? My friend so and so is obsessed with your Instagram page and blah 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 and it's like People really out here checking <laughs> for me like that. <laughs> yeah, I know, girl. You, can show you
1: like, like You like, you look so familiar to me. Right. And I'm like, well, you know, and I have to say, like, I am an actress. Right. And I think because I ain't done a lot and have a lot of right. credits, I'll be feeling like I'll be downplaying it sometimes, right. but I've learned to be proud of what right. I have done. Cause I do get that a lot. Like, right. you look, your face looks so I'm familiar, familiar. And, and I'm like, it's probably because you probably haven't seen me right. in a TV movie or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> Watch it, and you see my face, and right. the fact that you remembered it is like says a lot. This is a heck of a lot, right? Because it just happened that day. We went to the mall. Yeah. When we was, my, oh, mommy was talking to the two right. older ladies, and she <laughs> yeah. said, she's like, "Oh, you, your face looks <laughs> <from> familiar," <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, oh. never seen a David before in my life." Right. And <laughs> I was going to see Sam and take. I'm at the airport, and this older lady looked at my face, and she was like. Have I met you before? And I was like, <laughs> no, no I've never seen her. My she's are you from Texas? I said, no, I'm you know going to visit my best friend, and she was like, your face is so familiar, like I seen you somewhere. Right. And I didn't say it, but I was like, you might have probably you know saw me, saw me on TV, and right. that's what you know my face from, you know. Right. So it's like when those things happen, it's just like God let me know like. Mm-hmm. Enjoy being normal because he knows I like being normal. Mm-hmm. And when I say normal, I like the fact that I can go out with y'all right. and ain't nobody asking me nothing right. or flashes in mm-hmm. my face or trying to catch me doing something. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I can always say I like when I can go in the store and buy some milk. I don't even drink milk, but I always i <laughs> like I can go in the store and buy right. a gallon of milk and walk out right. and not one person stop me. I said, but it's no. gonna be a time where I'm gonna be out and. Everybody's gonna want to oh, yeah. stop me because they're gonna wanna like meet me in person and, mm-hmm. and see me because I want to give everybody the gift of laughter. Right. I want them to, you know, see something where it take their mind off the pressures of the world mm-hmm. because that's gonna be every day. That's life. You can't control mm-hmm. it, and it's like, but if I can give you some relief for thirty minutes right. or an hour or hour and a half, depending on what you're watching me in, then I feel like I'm doing my job oh, as yeah. a human being on, on this earth. Like right. this was my purpose. My purpose right. was to entertain. Like. People say, when you find your purpose, like, you find something that you do effortlessly. Yeah. Like, it takes you nothing to do it. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to acting, it's like, it takes me nothing to do it. And I had to embrace that I have a natural gift because, you know, I, I started off going to class and I couldn't right. go to classes. It was like, I didn't have the money to go and, right. or, and I had all the time but no money. Right. Then it was like, I had all the money but no time. Right. So, I be feeling like I'm lagging behind other people because they get to go to training. Right. And I've been in, in school two, three years with right. trainers and doing all the programs. And I can't do that. So right. I be feeling like, okay, well, how am I supposed to work on my craft if I can't even? Right. Yeah, but then when I get an audition or I go somewhere, and it's like, dang, like, you're really good. Right. And I'm like, child, thank you. You know, I ain't right. even have mm-hmm. much training. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just, it's just something that I can naturally just do. And the rooms that I've been in has been a blessing because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a table. I do table reads a lot. Right. So I'm always like a female reader. Right. And a lot of times when I go in there, I don't know who's going to sit at the table. Right. I don't know who's a part of the project. Right. I don't know none of that. So when I go in, like, my first major table read that had me damn near speechless was when I went for Star. Yeah. Now, I heard about Star, but they was doing a, uh They redid it and recast it, right. some, some people. So, but I didn't really hear about it. You mm-hmm. hadn't seen nothing about it, so I didn't know who was being casted in right. it. I knew it was Lee Daniels, but I didn't know anything else about it. Right. So when I went there, and Queen Latifah walked in the room, honey... I had to control myself. <laughs> the inside of me was like, "Oh my god, oh my god," I <laughs> right. But the outside of me was like, "Hello, how you doing?" Right. You know what I'm saying? Because again, you're human, you're a human being too, so I can't be putting too much on you, and you just right. like, "Hey, I'm just here to do my job." Right. You know what I'm saying? So it was like being in that room with like Queen Latifah, and um, oh my gosh his name Benjamin Bratt like mm-hmm. I'm in the room with all these people like people I done see in so many movies right. and television shows and I'm like oh, I'm such a fan and he's <laughs> like I'm sitting in the same room with you now at the yeah. same table doing the same exact thing that you're doing right you know what I'm saying and I knew I did a pretty good job because they kept asking me to come back Right. so I pretty much was a female table reader really throughout right. the whole season even with the new show American Soul I was a female reader throughout right. the whole season of uh season one for them Right. and even with Star when it, a, a, a opportunity came for me to audition for Star,
2: right.
1: they already knew who I was. They knew right. I, I, what I could do because I've right. been in that room with them right. plenty of times. Right. So when that role came about and I auditioned for it, Bill was like, yeah. "Come on, yeah. let's go!" Right. Like Billy, he just they you don't see me plenty of times, yeah. you know. So it was like, "Come on, let's do it." So that was like it's it's an honor and a privilege. And I remember scrolling on Facebook and it's this pastor. I gotta remember her name. But I was scrolling through and I seen a video where she was, um, you know, speaking to people. And it was I think it was like the question and the answer mm. uh, part of it. So a young lady got up and was like, how do you keep pushing? Like, how do you keep moving right. when stuff is difficult and you have doubts? Like, how do you keep going? And so she was like, um, first thing she said was, you maybe you should ask God what he sees in you. Mm. To put you through all of this. Mm -hmm. And when I heard that, it's like I heard it, but I didn't relate to thinking. I just kinda Mm -hmm. kept scrolling. And it was another thing she said that I had to it sunk in like a day or two later but I heard it. She was like, There's gonna be times you're gonna walk in a room and don't nobody know who you are. Right. And that's okay. She's like, because God is putting you in these rooms to show you Mm -hmm. what is gonna happen. She's like, because it's gonna be a time where you're gonna walk back in these same rooms. Mm And everybody gonna know who you are mm-hmm. and at that time you know how to separate the real from the fake mm-hmm. you because it's like so many people when they don't know you right. or they don't know who you're affiliated with right. they treat you a certain oh, way yeah. and i don't been in that position where i don't walked in a room mm-hmm. did anybody know who i was but as soon as a certain person came and said something to me and they seen the relationship was an actual like right. we have an actual relationship and a bond right. it was now you mm. want to be chatty. Now right. you want to know who I am. You want to ask me, oh, how you know him? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, in the industry, like, a lot of people don't know who I'm related to in the mm. industry. And I don't say who I'm related to because right. I don't want people be thinking I only got it because I'm related right. to this person. So when they ask, I'm like, oh, I used to work for them. Or that's my mentor. Like, I never put it out there. Like, only a couple people really know the right. relationship between us. But for the most part, they don't know right. that we're related. Because it's like, again, I don't want you thinking mm-hmm. that I'm only getting this stuff because right. he gave it to me. It's like, no, it's because I earned it. Right. Once But I'm aud- having an audition. I audition for him. And he's sending my tapes off. When I book, it's because they like, yo, we like her. Right. She booked because that that, the role is not, come on, man, do me a favor. Come right. on, do me a solid. No, it's. Okay, yeah, right. yeah. She my first choice. Yeah, yeah, her. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's been times where I've been gotten to the point where I've been considered for like a recurring role or right. for one of the main characters. Like just knowing I was considered. Right. That's a big thing. Think, like right. I may not been number one, I probably was number two. Right. They second choice. But still the fact that I made it to that point, like that. that is a big deal. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like everything is it's a level and I can appreciate like just scrolling and hearing that because I'm like, it's true. I've been in so many rooms with so many iconic people and there wasn't rule it wasn't like that it was you right. know if they say hello but when you don't know who somebody is it's right. like oh she's a female reader you don't really take the time to say well you know what else right. you do you know they right. try to have no real conversation with you right. it's like come in do your job and it's been times where honey I don't to be five or six different people <laughs> in the room because, you know, you, you do the female readers reading all the roles of the females that's not in the room. Right. So, and sometimes I had to read for Queen Latif and I was mm-hmm. Carlotta. You know what right. I'm saying? So, that means I was in a lot of right. the scenes. <laughs> right. And I remember one time I was sitting there and we were, you know, the table was only but so big. Right. So, if some people are not there, we could sit at the actual table with right. the rest of the cast. But if it's everybody's there, they had chairs along the wall. Right. And so one person ended up showing up they thought wasn't gonna show up. Right. And so when she sat down, they were like, Hey, could one of y'all move? Jackson me and, and the, the male reader I was right. there. So he ain't even budge, he didn't even look. So I said, It's okay, I'll move. Right. But I was looking at him for him to say he would move only because I was reading for Carlotta. I was reading right. for Queen Latifah. so it would make more sense for me right. to stay at the table exactly. because I was, you know, reading exactly. one of the main characters. But I didn't make no big deal. I said, okay. So I sat behind Brandy mm-hmm. and, um, oh, goodness, I'm not, oh, his name is floated out my brain. Sorry. <laughs> but I'm sitting behind them and I'm reading. And so we noticed that somebody, they didn't, I guess they didn't realize that somebody that was supposed to be there wasn't there. Right. And I knew it was the, the role of, um of, I'm about to say his real name. But I'm trying to think of his character name on oh, <laughs> it. Um, so I think it's mm-hmm. Bruce. Mm-hmm. It's Bruce. It was, was Lawrence. I know it was one of them. I should know mm-hmm. this. Yeah. Okay, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I know you're but good. It was a this scene where they happened. was having a conversation. Right. And I was like trying to get his attention because I was like sh- like trying to say, hey, read for Miss Bruce. I'm like, I'm, I can't, you know, i am right. be reading to myself. He would not look at me for nothing. And I'm like, oh, my God. Because when it first happened, Brandy ended up just reading for it. Right. And so she turned around and said, hey, can you read? I said, I got you. Don't worry about it. Right. So she was like, okay, cool. So I was looking at him trying to peek through the heads of the table. And I was like, read right. like, for Miss Bruce, Bruce. And he would not look at me. Right. So I literally read four pages right. back to back to myself. Wow. I literally threw my voice trying to talk like, Queen, right. talk like him. I was literally going back and forth. Wow. They were sitting at the table quiet because it was four pages wow. of dialogue. And I'm literally just and we just split duh, wow. duh, duh, duh. They just sitting there. When I was done, Brandy and the other he, they turned, they was like, You did that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Right. And I was trying not to laugh, right. but and I felt that was such a proud moment for me because wow. I said I had to say damn to myself. Like, <laughs> right, damn, Monica, you did that. Like, right. Right. <laughs> like four pages of dialogue, and you read them to yourself, bro. Right. Like you pretend to be two different people, and I'm talking in two different type of voices. Right. Like trying to, you know, because and the tape reads is so important because they gotta know if this sound right. Right, you know what I'm saying? Like, does this sound right? Is this should this be a joke? Should this be a serious moment? Like, mm. you know, and they want you to really interact and be like the person because mm-hmm. again, they're trying to get the visual and hear. Yeah. If, again if all this really flows right. and sounds together so I love being in the table reads mm-hmm. and I'm like I'm pretty sure I'm like well you gotta be doing a good job because they keep asking that's you true. to come back because right. if they don't like you they'll say like hey you know we don't want her to come back right. and you won't even know it you just will never get called again right. that's just what it'll be it's like well we don't really like her so let's just try to get another female reader yeah, in here. Right. so and they, it ain't no courtesy call like thank you so much right. but I don't think we are gonna need your services no more it's just you never get another phone call, text right. message, or email. Right. So I'd be happy when my text message popping or my email saying, "Hey, are you available for a tape read this time?" Right. I'm like, yep, <laughs> I sure am. I'm available <laughs> no. all the time because that was right. my, my way of practicing too and my way of being comfortable, mm. being in a room with people who have been doing this way longer than me. Because yeah. that is nerve wracking. Right. Like I don't think people understand the. It's like you're excited, but you're terrified yeah. because you're you're being in a room. With people that's been in, in the business twenty plus years. Mm-hmm. They are, are professional. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But even though it's professional, they are. They're still human. So, yeah. but you don't you think they so perfect mm-hmm.
2: that they not messing <coughs> up a
1: line here or there? They like you know what I'm saying? You thinking like they get every scene down, packed, right. perfect every time. That's what's in your brain. But right. then when you're doing it and you may mess up, you be like, and you hear them mess up, right. it get a little more ease because you be like. Damn, she, she <laughs> over the line? Or you right. know like, she ain't really delivered that? Like, right. you wanted her to or whatever? And I was just like, okay. So I when she said that, and I was like, it came full circle for me because I was like, dang. Hmm. Like, I done been in a room with so many different directors and producers, and I had to learn these two because I didn't do my, you know, do right. real research about who's in the industry and who's hmm. not. So I've got a chance to meet a lot of people. Hmm. And being a reader in the room has been amazing because it, it showed my dynamic yeah. as an actor, like it showed my range. Because right. one movie, I was helping do as far as doing the reader for the auditions, Right. and some of the auditions, some people come back multiple times. At one point, I literally had thirteen different roles. Wow! I had to read oh, with wow. people, <laughs> so I had to be thirteen different people. And it got to a point where, and my memory is pretty good, so. After a while, I knew all the lines. It wow. didn't matter who walked in the room and said, I'm reading for Michael, I'm reading for Michelle, I'm reading right. for whoever. I was like, okay. And so he would look at me like, You don't need the size. I'm like, No. Nah. Like, I've been here all day with y'all. Right. I've like, said it so much. I'm, it, you know, and I think it made the other person more comfortable because they're not looking at the paper either. Right. And when I'm a reader for them, I get in character with them right. because I'm like, I'm pretty sure whoever you practice with did their best to get in character with you right. and I want you to do the best audition you can do right? because I even had readers that I don't seen like later on they'd be like you know what thank you for you know being my reader like you right. you really helped me because I don't been in auditions where the reader just literally read so do you want to go to and right. it's like no you're supposed to talk like you're having a conversation right. that's what acting is you just you know you're right. reliving or acting out real actual situations right. so you can't be so monotone with it right. you know what I'm saying so Even even producers like, then came to me and was like, you know you're really good. Like thank Mm -hmm. you for being my reader. Like I don't been around special readers. This is not, you know don't really flow that well. But you did amazing. And like Paul McCain, like he taught me a lot. Like sitting in the room with him and he was helping with start the first season. Right. Um, he didn't know i was auditioning for one of the roles at, at one because mm. i was the last person on the list right. so i was literally helping read and mm. watching everybody come read for the same role i was auditioning for and so he was like that's it and he was like no you got one more and so i kind of got up from behind the table and stood into the square and he was like oh okay well, come on, let's see. <laughs> so you know i did it whatever and he just was like in and, and one act like he gave me to redirect mm-hmm. and was like just throw it away go." I did it, he was like, She's my first choice, right in front of me. Wow, Mon- Monica's number one. I did like this person, I did like that person, but Monica is my first choice. Wow, and I was just, I ain't know, he only one person, you know, it's so many other that people that's involved. But to hear that from somebody who's been in the business 30 plus years, right. it's like, I must really have talent, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Because right. it was like, I was able to take his redirect and kill it, like, right. I let it, and you only get a couple seconds. You know, it'd be like, you know, take your time. But you're really trying to, like, you know, get it done. So he, t- he gave me the redirect. Say we have had to say to me. I, was like, I took a deep breath. I said, Lord, help me deliver. <laughs> right. And when we did it again, he was like, she's number one. That's my first choice. Like, didn't wait until I left the room. Monica's my first choice. Then I like her. And I like her. And I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> that was just, it was like an amazing mm-hmm. feeling. Like, dang. Like right. you, like you re- and I remember he gave some advice to an actor cause you could tell they were so nervous. They mm. were so nervous about it. And he was like, I want to tell you something. He said, when you come into the audition rooms, think of it as I'm here for your show. Right. Like I'm welcome to, you walk in this. welcome to my show. Right. So when you deliver, you leave it all in this room. Mm. Like, I'm here to see you. Right. You want my time? This is my <laughs> time. And so, when he was talking to them, and when they calmed down and redid it, they did an awesome job, and he was wow. ended up being picked for, you know, one of the choices. Yeah. And I was like, see, I said, because you, it's, this uh, job is not easy. Mm-hmm. Like, acting is not easy at all. It's so nerve-wracking. Right. And <laughs> it can tell you down, because I remember going to one of my first auditions, and she chewed me alive, and if I was still the same person, I would have quit. Okay, because she was just like, first of all, don't ever do this, and don't do that, and don't do this. And I'm just sitting there like, and I hadn't not had not hadn't had a lot of practice right. with auditioning. I was just getting started, so right. when she said all that to me, I felt defeated a little bit. Mm. But I was like, I ain't giving up though. I just know yeah, I got right. a lot more to learn. Right. And I think by being a, a reader a lot, it helped me become mm. more comfortable. So when I am doing an audition. I feel you know a little more at ease right. and mostly stuff is on tape so you ain't really seeing them unless they have you have a call back and then yeah. that's when you mostly see them in person yeah and like the only other person that I've seen besides the you know my family I always auditioned for right um was Raymond drummer mm. that's Tyler Perry mm. castor, like he she mostly works with Tyler Perry and I kept wondering, like, when am I going to ever get a, a chance to audition for this man? Like, right. uh, <laughs> I want to be in an audition, you know, a, a Tyler Perry production so bad. Right. And so for the show Sisters he mm-hmm. has now, right. I was auditioning for, I think at that time her name was Michelle. I know right. her name is. I think it's Danielle now on the show. Yeah. So I auditioned for her. I ended up getting a call back. Mm-hmm. But I think it was probably around the time they really was trying to choose, choose. Right. Because it was like, you know, you didn't have to do no lines and like that. I think they just wanted to see you. And your personality mm-hmm. or whatever so when i walked in the room it was a bunch of girls right. in there but i could kind of pick and see who was there for the same role i was because of our bodies how right. we look and so i was like okay yeah she must be here for michelle too for michelle too but i said <laughs> no i'm not gonna get psyched out right. i don't know these girls and right. you know i'm just gonna focus on what i do right they call us about four or five of us at a time and we're standing outside this one door. Mm. But you can literally hear what's going on. Right. So they basically had us slate. And mm. slate is like you just say like your name, your height, the agency you're with. If you have an agency and the character that you're being considered for. Mm. So I hear the first girl go in. I hear the next girl go in. Then she called my name. So we walked in there. It wasn't a room not even this, as big wow. as this kitchen. Wow. So I was like... So what, like, you know, what are we really doing? So right. I said, she said, I just need to you know, have you slate and do a full, you know, up and down of your body and take a picture of you. I said, okay. So I put my stuff down. It's like, hi, my name is Monica Monet. I'm 5'5". I'm being considered for Roland Michelle. And she did hold camera up and down and got my full body. And she says, okay, thank you. Right. So I was like, you know, thank you. I'm reaching out to pick up my umbrella, my purse. All of a sudden she says, you did real good in your audition tape. (laughs) And she thinks for a second, she starts laughing. And then her assistant was like, yeah, you really did do a good job. (laughs) They was like, you, yeah, you definitely still being considered. I pick up, I'm in shock because I'm like, you remembered my tape. Like, you know what I'm saying? Cause I'm like, okay, I've been waiting to audition for you for the longest. And I didn't get to do it in person. I did, you know, just an audition tape. And I was like, but the fact that, you remember my date and you just right. like she's like yeah you definitely still be considered and she was laughing like my tape was like replaying in her head right. and i was feeling like on cloud nine right, okay right. so when i grabbed myself <laughs> and left out the room the other girls who were standing there waiting was like well that ain't no boost of confidence i don't know what it is <laughs> i was like y'all break a leg you know right. i just walked on out the building because i'm like Dang that felt good right. because it's like even though i wasn't right for that role yeah it was like, I know I made enough an impression mm-hmm. that when something else comes up, she's going to remember me, me for something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's she's, I'm going to ring a bell. Like, even mm-hmm. if she scrolling through the pictures on actress Access, and she's like, oh, I remember her. Right. Like, I want to see her do this. You right. know what I'm saying? So it's like, I appreciate it, because I kept saying, like, when am I going to get the chance to audition for Tyler Perry right. Production? And, in fact, I got to do that, and got actually considered, mm-hmm. and, you know, got the call back. It was like, okay, I see I'm moving up to another level. Another level. Now, yeah. that production, that they know who I am and, you know, I'm going to run across your mind again for another production. You know, Tyler Perry always making right. movies, <laughs> shows. Like, that's what I love about And right. He's always creating more content, yeah. which is creating more opportunities. And I'm like, that was just, a, that, that was a blessing. And mm-hmm. I ain't going to lie, like, they really gave me, like, I was patting myself on the back. <laughs> cause I was like, Raven drummer, like, right. she remembered who I was from my tape. Like, that's I crazy. did tape and I think it was really a week or two weeks later, mm-hmm. I think, honestly, before anybody got called back. Because right. they were shooting the promo mm. uh, three days later. So right. that's why I said they was really g- coming down mm-hmm. to the wire picking right. who they wanted because the promo shoot was that Thursday or something right. like that. And so and I think the callback was that Monday. Mm. So, you know, to know that I was up there and still being considered, it was like, hey, okay. Right. And the girl who got it, you know, I watched the show, you know, it was right. great. I was like, okay. I said, yep, yeah, that was kinda like my personality, how I kinda, you know, mm-hmm. did it too. So I was like, but that wasn't for me, that was for her. Yep. So I didn't get upset like, man, I could have did that. Like right. no, I don't know. Nev- nope, that wasn't for me. Right. That's <laughs> all that was. Like that wasn't my time. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep moving towards right. what's supposed to be for me. Right. So it's all um, it's all about just moving forward. Yeah. Keep going. And I feel that. Embracing them tough times <laughs> if you ain't had no tough times, you don't you don't know what you really wouldn't know what a good time was. Exactly. If you don't go through it, it's like how did like how do I know I'm having a good time? Exactly. I ain't never experienced nothing else. Exactly. So it's like when you have those days, you'd be like, no, honey, this is good. Life is good <laughs> right now, honey I ain't got right. no complaints. Right. I ain't got no problems, and I'm like, honey, ain't no point complaining, because right. when you complain, it ain't doing nothing, no. you ain't doing nothing about it, no. it's like, that's why I tell people, when they come to me about certain things, like, okay, well, what's your plan, like, what's mm-hmm. next, like, what are you going to do, right. I don't know, but you got to figure that part out, because it's like, I'm, I'm here as your friend, I'm going to listen to you, right. but you got to put some action behind it, like, right. now you know what's wrong, and you know this isn't working, mm-hmm. so what's, what gonna now do? what you going to do, right, because I did a lot of that, just crying and laying there like, what am I going to do? I'm going to do And they ain't doing nothing about it. It's exactly. going getting worse and worse. So right. it's like, once I realized, like, okay, well, Monica, what are you going to do about it? Like, what are you You're going to do? do? Like, right. get up off your behind. <laughs> figure it out. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And so that you can make it better. So now you can be happy again mm-hmm. or have everything working out the way it needs to be worked out. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Just
0: going with the flow of things. I Damn feel that. You
1: literally take it day. Day by day. By day. I know. I don't expect nothing. Um,
0: <laughs> at this point, me either. I'm like, I'm just going with the flow. Don't know where I'm meant to be. You know, I have an idea of where I want to go, where things are supposed to be going. Mm-hmm. And the more I just go and the more I talk to people, the more I realize, like, okay, yep, this is my life. I'm supposed to speak to people and people read my writing and feel something behind it yeah. you know and even just being in my poetry workshops I was telling mommy you know it's a, I sometimes have a hard time you know being content with my writing because I hear everybody else's writing and I'm like wow y'all really been out here it's like writing here. for however long you've been writing you know I'm the youngest person in the classroom and everybody else is speaking about these poets in ways that I didn't even know you could speak about a poem or dive into a poem in a way that I never knew that you could. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, me being a baby and, yes, and like just starting it, right. Bit. So it's like, you know, when people critique my poetry, you know, of course I'm all ears. I'm like, anything is, any criticism I take, you know, and I'm like, yes, this could definitely be changed, you know. Mm-hmm. But when they do, and I hear my professor say, Wow, this is a good poem, and this is coming from people that are well known in poetry and have mm-hmm. published so many books and are going to conferences and are, you know, part of the Poetry Foundation. It's like, okay, like, all right, okay. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm doing I'm okay. something, <laughs> you know, and just hearing the criticisms, I, you know. The word that always gets thrown around for me is your colloquialisms mm-hmm. like you know your colloquialisms when you tell in your poetry you know it bothers me some but you know it it fits for this poem and basically that's just you know because i guess i just write in a way that i speak it's slang mm-hmm. i'm not not slang, but, you know, just in a normal speaking mm-hmm. voice, you know, you're not using big words or trying to use so many metaphors to describe this right. one thing. So it's very straightforward a lot of times. So, so people like they read that and for them, they're like, uh, I like this, but you know, maybe use stronger language. And so that, that gets me. Cause like, you know, I'm not trying to write it like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. I know my writing style at this point and it just felt really good to be in a workshop where my professor was like, you know, simple is okay you know sometimes it's all right to be straightforward you don't have to always you know mm-hmm. have all these things hidden you know it's okay and I was like thank you because that's coming from somebody that really has a true appreciation for poetry yeah. and people really take your word and they just like your validation right like, like, like this yeah. man is a god basically a <laughs> poetry so it felt good <laughs> to hear that from somebody so you know i am just like I've just like you just going day by day and yeah. at this point i'm like you know i'm meant to be where i'm meant to be i'm going into my last professor and then i'm gonna cycle back to the first one i did and we just gonna go from there you
1: know that writing ain't no joke because mm-hmm. we struggling now with, we always y'all telling, not showing you telling, telling not showing and we like oh my god as so as we think we got it like i think like chat I think we got it I right we got this chapter and then when we submit wow. it it's like um, mm-hmm. it was better, but you're still showing sure. not telling. And then we get these examples, and we're reading, and it's like, okay, but I thought we was on point, and it's right. like, one chapter we will nail it, right? And then the next chapter is like, oh crap, not right? So, yeah. And it's hard not to get frustrated, cause oh, she's yeah. like, y'all don't get frustrated with me, y'all don't get mad at me, if I want to cuss me out, but I'm gonna tell you, it ain't right, it ain't right. And I'm like, yeah, you right, cause I think we just kind of get annoyed, cause it's like we're reading the examples, we're trying to, you know, add more movement and do this and do that. The third, and I can't lie, the book is is coming out way better than when we first wrote it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, like first, the first stuff that we wrote, we thought it was good. But now Now that we've had this help with literacy consulting, it's like, okay, this is so much better. Like, this is commercial. Like, anybody, everybody can read it. And we had a hard, we did a lot of using big words and Mm -hmm. all these metaphors and all this stuff. Like, instead of just saying... It's dark outside. Right. It's the midnight storm. like you know, we right. do yeah. so much and we trying to like really get you to paint the picture. She's like, That's what I'm saying, you're shown you're telling and not showing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if somebody is mad, don't just say they mad. Right. Do some movement. Get right. a hand on the counter, right. do something like that. And so when she like Chad'll go through and do the first edits and she'll send it to me, then I go through it and read it. And I'm like, Well, Chad, they we you change this and that's add movement mm-hmm. right here. Like, we we work really well as a team yeah. because Sometimes, like you know she's a stay-at-home mom and mm-hmm. you know she's pregnant again right. and it's like it's a beautiful thing and i'm doing so many things so it works that if i can't get to it she on top of it. right but she always made sure i know what's going on and then right. i'm like okay i can sit down now. i can sit down and open the email like okay let me read right. through real quick <laughs> right. let me go through by i see anything okay yeah let's change this i think we should right. reword that you know what i'm saying and then i send it back to her and she's like i just made the corrections like you mm-hmm. know that's how we've been doing it where she goes in first She puts, you know, rewrites and and do the edits that, you know, the notes that they've given us. Then I get it. I go through it, change whatever needs to get changed, add whatever needs to get added. And then it's like we send it off to our editors. And then, you know, we have a conference call literally every Saturday. to talk about the chapters. So. It's like it's been kind of frustrating because it's like we're trying to grasp this whole showing and not telling. And mm-hmm. when we do describe a character, making sure we're, you can get a good visual. That's yep. why I, I did go ahead and, like, we researched different people and mm-hmm. kind of used people as the characters of our book. Yep. So, and then, you know, we posted. So it's like when you're reading, you get, yeah, like, a real read, visual you know, of who right. I was talking about. Because that's Ramona. That's mm-hmm. Dana. That's, you know, April. And that's Max. That's this. That's that. So it's like, okay, you can kind of see their face in right. your head as you're <laughs> right. reading. So, I mean, it's been a process. It's been a little frustrating, but it's a great process. And I'm like, just imagine when we do grasp all this, book two is not going to be that hard. No. It's not. Because it we're going to already know about yeah. writing in the first person and yeah. adding this and taking that out and not doing too much of this and, you know, mm-hmm. keeping this a mystery. You know what I'm saying? So I said, it's just, we just paying the dues right now. I said, because this is our first book and right. the book world is so different. I said, yeah. we're coming from script writing. We're script writers. Yeah. That's what we do. And so, in script writing, you have to put all that detail. You have yeah. to tell it so yeah. they know how to set the scene up. Yeah. so But in the book world, it's like, wow. no, Would you, you gotta show it up? more mm-hmm. than you tell it. Mm-hmm. And so, that's been like, honestly, that's been like the major, because it, it wasn't that hard, because the whole book's written in third person. Mm-hmm. Now we turn into the whole book's first written in first person. So, that part wasn't hard. Right. You know, adding movement's not that hard, but it's just like still trying to show what's going on instead of right. telling the whole time. It's like, or we we it too much information where right. it's like, no, that could be broken up mm-hmm. into throughout the book because you said it all right there, And I get it. It's like, right. if you said it all in this one chapter, what I got to look right. forward to, you right. got to, you know, keep building right. and building and building it up. And so it's like, okay. Cause it's like, we just, we want you to really understand yeah. what we're saying. So she'd be like, we, I got it. It's like right. you leave nothing to the imagination. Right. You tell everything. So it's right. like, Oh, Okay, so we get it. He want to kill her because of this. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, well, not really. But it's like, that's what you said. Right. You, you told us that. Right. So it's like, well, that's not just it. So is this what she's like. Okay, show me that. Show me it's right. more than just, oh, he want to kill her. Or right. is he still in love with her? Like, right. you got to show me all that. Right. So that's, I'm like, writing, honey, is very different. Oh, yeah. And not for the week. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna be honest, as the Lord touches my heart, when we done with these books, I told her, I said, mm-hmm. I think I'm out of the book world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, this was something I wanted, I was my bucket list, I always wanted to write a book. I said, now that we're doing it, and I think my writing part of the chat is phenomenal at writing, I was like, mm-hmm. I think it's something you should probably still do. I'm like, because you are dope, and people working with their book writers trying to turn into script writers, right. and I was like, you'll be perfect addition to help them, because yeah. You, you know you're a script writer turning right. into a book writer right. so she was like yeah I know she's like but I think I'm like you I think after we do this series it's like I think I'm maybe done right. and I was shocked in it because I'm like but Chad like you so right. dope with a pen you right. know what I'm saying because I told her my concern was I didn't want to make you feel like it was doing double work like right. if I'm writing something and then you get it and have to change everything right. that's double work for you Right. and she's like I don't look at that as being double work like right. you know we in this together mm-hmm. and I'm like I said that was just my fear but then when I write and do stuff it you know she may add her stuff right. to it but it's okay you right. know and I had to get more confidence in my ability to mm-hmm. write because I was like okay I'm feeling like i am like, am I really a part of this am right. I doing enough you know and I always be like girls would say I appreciate you I appreciate you. Cause <laughs> right. she was one doing all the research most of the research mm-hmm. when it came to like trying to find a publishing company and ages and all this stuff like it literally took us a whole year before we even got to the process right. of editing like we learned that it is a true process oh, yeah. like we could we understand we'd be like yeah I wrote that book like two years ago it took a, two and a half years before I was able to get it out wow. And I'm like, because this, around this time last year, we was about to be, I think we finished, we started the book, the writing the book in October mm. of 2018. We finished February of 2019. Mm. Pretty much took us the whole year to get to the editing process. Mm. Because we was like, people was charging so much money but then they wasn't even editing the whole book. Right. They only did like half of the book. Right. And I was like, how are you going to charge me up a grand I don't <laughs> do half of the book? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And then they wasn't offering what they're offering. Mm-hmm. They offering literacy consulting. Mm-hmm. Other people weren't offering that. It was just mm-hmm. They was going to go through market mark it all up with a red pen right. and basically give it back to you. Right. And it was like, you could choose to just go through and change everything they mm-hmm. did or you give it back to them but pay them more money to mm-hmm. go fix what they already found. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, is this really the process? Right. <laughs> and I just started kind of Talking to people, put it out there like, hey, I need help with this because this is, mm-hmm. I don't understand the book world. And my boss ended up knowing authors and this is what they do. They live off their book sales and all that. Yeah. And she got me in touch with, uh, her name is Tamika, and got in touch with her. And we had a, a phone consultation about like what's the best thing for self-publishing versus uh going right. to help company and then I reached out to her I said Miss Tamika I need help like we trying to find a good editor they're right. saying this and the 3rd I'm like is that right, right. She like no um I hook, I'll get you in touch with my editing team and this right. and that and that's how it happened and I was just like oh thank god but it took <laughs> us almost a whole year yeah, to get to, yeah. get to that point right. and it's like they was like now we offer we do offer you know literacy consulting where we go chapter by chapter, basically line by line, and we fix everything. Now, she said, we can do a ghostwriting. That was, like, four grand, mm-hmm. Or you can do literacy. so it's, like, 300 a month. And I was like, well, we don't want to buy the, the ghostwriting. Right. Like, we want to write this book. So, they was like, we really want y'all to. Like, they right. ain't want us to do the ghostwriting right. anyway. So, they, you know, and they awesome. Like, we're on the phone with them. Forty-five minutes every Saturday, but we have to get them. We try to get them at least two to three chapters, mm-hmm. so they can go through, and then we can go and fix what they, you know, they found or change right. some stuff around, and then we resubmitting them chapters mm-hmm. plus new chapters. So it's like, and the fact that they get all that stuff done and ready for us, and notes and all that stuff done for right. us, we like okay, like we're getting our money's worth. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So we don't feel like we're being cheated or railroaded. Right. Like it just once we grasp this concept of showing and <laughs> not telling, Tell it'd be great. So. I'm excited about that coming out, Ramona. It's gonna be great. Yeah. Like, it's gonna be something else I can I'm mark off my, off my of my checklist. Right. I just said right now, I think this will probably be on the books that I write. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be a trilogy, so I'm like, after these three books, I think yeah. I probably just say, "Well, I conquered that," <laughs> <laughs> oh. and I check that off my right. list, and I will continue with my pretty girl brand right. and you know my acting. But you know, when it comes to the book world, I'm I'm excited to write the book, but I just don't see myself as being like. This big huge author in right. the book world, but I can say that now. But I don't know what's gonna happen in Never my life because this book really takes off, and they for, everybody like no, like when y'all coming out with another one, like Ramona's done. So what's next? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like the people want it. We have right. to, the people want the book, so <laughs> it looks like we got to come up, <laughs> come up with a whole other else. book because right. people want it because right. they're enjoying our writing. So I mean, if, if that's the case, then yes, I mm. see us both like okay, the people want another right. series. We're gonna get them another series. Exactly. So. Thanks. It's a lot in store. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm excited for you, sis. Thanks.
0: I'm <laughs> excited yeah, is... Thank you, because, you know, woo, it's a little stressful, but, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, we meant, we meant for greatness. That's all I'm going to say. We meant for greatness, and that's that. I don't care what anybody got to say about that. I know we meant for I greatness. Hands, I believe it, too. <laughs> I might tell me different. What? <laughs> but... but yeah, um, I don't even know how long we've been talking. It's been a it's been a hot minute, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh my God, this is gonna be my longest episode. <laughs> but you know, guys, um, as I always end off with a question and a quote. Uh, and today's question is: What do you hope to bring into 2020? You know, and or you know, even what do you want to leave behind in 2019? You know all within the same thing um, as always you guys know that you can check out the Instagram page at pretty thoughts PC um, and always you can answer the question under the post I'm gonna have my sisters um, nail uh, line tagged and you know in the same post so you guys can go and follow her and you know
1: if you want to press on nails. Go ahead and get you some. <laughs> they and they're not, they're not cheaply right. made. No. They're not flimsy. I know some in the stores be a little really thin and barely sticking on. But, right. you know, that's not the case of mine. Right. So. They look like real acrylic nails. Like you went to the nail salon
0: and spent $180, mm-hmm. $200 to get them done. And yes. you're getting them almost 70% off <laughs> right. from that price. <laughs> so, you know, that is always a win. Um, so I'll make sure I have everything linked below Uh, and just to end this podcast off with a quote the beginning is always today Uh, and that comes from Mary Shelley and I think that really speaks for itself you know stop telling yourself you're going to wait for tomorrow you're going to wait for January 1st if you really want to do something just do it and start it you know if both of us are testament to anything you know growth wise and our ideas what has helped us grow as far as we've come, you know, and go as far as we've come. We just started, you know. No you know, doubts mm-hmm. and fears and all, you know. You just you start and you you go with it. Mm-hmm. And if it turns out to not work out, then you find something else. Don't yep. even stress you about it. You tried it. Right. At least you can say you tried it. Because it's better to try and fail than to not try and have regrets and what ifs you know so i guess that's what i'll say you know as always this is yasmin and monica monet (laughs) signing off and always remember keep those thoughts pretty